Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, Xboxes, or I should say Boss Rushes, <laughs> Xbox podcast. Completely messed that up, but yeah, throw up the X. <laughs> covers, I am covers, your... covers, 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 covers. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Jesse Douglas, and I am here with Corey Dierig. Hello. And Stoy. Stoy is joining us today. Hello. And it, it might be might be a more regular thing, so look forward to that. Having some more uh Xbox love on this show. Yeah, <laughs> I uh I have an Xbox. I have a couple Xboxes, so I I believe that makes me an expert automatically. So it does. Yeah. Do you yeah. Su- yeah. is are you one of the people that Xbox is paying to promote Game Pass? No, I should be. Because yeah. <laughs> I write articles every week yeah. for bossrushgames.com telling people- them everything that's coming out on game pass so they should be paying me yeah, yeah i mean if, yeah. if i'm getting paid off i'm still waiting on that check phil yeah, phil i'm waiting on that check you know Why honestly i meant to i meant to ask you since we're part of the second phase or the second group of boss rush games where's our check where i thought we were supposed to be getting paid <laughs> i mean you get paid when i get paid and i'm still waiting on that so l- l- listen we all know that boss rush money is coming in like uh like it wine is. so you're right you know, i'm actually i'm actually so wait I'm actually wiping my ass with some Benjamins every day. I knew it. I knew he, it. He opened up an offshore account. I did. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. All your money's in Switzerland right now. Is yep. that what you're saying? Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. I guess we'll wait. <laughs> but Being yeah, around this... good company is payment enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm paying paying to promote <laughs> Game Pass is yeah. more like it. <laughs> oh, the money's going to Jesse because he's the host of Arsenal. No, X. no, I'm I'm just paying. Okay, so paying I should be asking you then. Right. <laughs> Jesse's fault. Jesse's right. fault. Uh, yep, that's what happened. When you're it, everyone knows when you're a manager or a lead, everything that everyone under you does is your fault. <laughs> oh yeah. And you're getting paid twice as much as what they think that you get paid. So yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, manager makes like six figures. Like, nah, not really. <laughs> no, no. Mm. yeah, yeah. Usually you're you're being paid salary, so that means they can make you work eighty hours and and still still get paid the same amount <laughs> and cry a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> while you're dying yeah. inside. Yeah, but. This is Arsenal X. We talk about Xbox, not not crying and, and dying inside a little bit, but we can talk about that. I mean, we gotta bear our souls to some people sometimes. So yeah, true. Yeah, true. well, but not not today. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, re- um, really quick, I just wanted to uh, let people know that they definitely need to go to our website and check out some of our other shows. Uh, Crossroads, our PlayStation podcast, Pow Block, our Nintendo podcast, of course, Arsenal X. You're listening to it. You're listening and, to it. Yeah. In your ears. And there's a lot of great other shows. Like uh, Stoy is part of EXP Cast. If you haven't checked that show out, definitely go check it out. Um, 1v1, our interview shows. And we have all the entertainment that you could need on the entertainment side of boss rush like maybe when, don't need yeah you might maybe not you need, you it, but, need it but you yeah, needed it yeah exactly or maybe maybe you're 
maybe your mom or uh, your brother needs it and you don't. You could always tell other people about our shows. I want to so. know whose mom is a, is a fan of Bible Man. Okay. I just want to know. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some moms out there who are a fan of Bible Man. And especially in the Midwest, I guess. Yeah. They've probably they've probably even claimed to have been visited by him. Well, so. I was I was uh, over the weekend. I was uh, kind of uh, camping up in northern Wisconsin, and Jesse, I'm sure you can uh, you can attest to this that uh, that would be the area where people would probably love Bible Man. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's definitely. I mean, even like where I live in Appleton, I mean, there's like a church on like every block. It feels like so. Yeah, you know, like uh, there's there's a yeah there's a lot of but I mean the nice thing about where I live though it's very versatile or <clears throat> very diverse I should say there's a mm-hmm. there's a lot of different stuff going on here by me I mean you can you know I'm constantly or well I used to where I lived constantly have like the uh, you know the all different people coming to my door and you know trying to sell me the religion but the goods have you heard the yep. good news yeah <laughs> the one time they even gave me a, like a, a cd of like christian music and stuff sweet was it creed <laughs> no <laughs> can you take me higher it's funny that you bring that up because that that song can't the um uh what is it the with arms wide open that Without was on yeah yeah there there was it was on a it was on a, sh- a podcast i was listening to and uh one of my favorite things like has always been me and my friends like i i'm a big fan of weird al so we'll just like always on the fly just come up with uh <clears throat> just goofy lyrics for songs and so so mine was called with with cheeks wide open <laughs> I'm pretty well, sure that's I, not what Scott Stapp envisioned when he said. Well, that song I just I took a shit today, oh, sat God. on my toilet, and let it spray with cheeks wide open. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Story, so, you yeah. sure you still want to be here? No, I don't. I am actually logging out right now. I have a good night. Yeah, yeah we, me and my friends used to do that when we were working in the, the, uh, in the restaurant business and you know like you try to come up with things to entertain yourself your job your, your job at applebee's you're saying <laughs> no actually it's it country kitchen which i don't even think Ooh. exists anymore it does there's one here yeah there's well the, yeah 15 minutes from my house yeah there's and there's one i think in upper michigan too by my uh in uh marquette area so yeah there's one yeah, by, they there's still two by me i think one in kind of racine kenosha then another one kind okay. of in north like in germantown or something like that so. okay yeah like ours used to get hit hard during e3 or during the ea uh the ea eaa uh stuff like when they oh, had all yeah, the i was gonna say the ea conference the eaa yeah the yeah. eaa stuff the oshkosh air show yeah yeah they would they would like people would just come like crazy there because there'd be so many people in town that country fried and, chicken man yeah country fried well, chicken was, and gravy it was the breakfast buffet. <laughs> the breakfast buffet we had. Yeah, that, that too, was, probably, yeah. was actually pretty good, but yeah, so. 
but anyways, yeah. So the, go definitely go go to her website and check out all of our other stuff. Um, Maybe you guys should go to the Country Kitchen and just review the food. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Yep. Tell us, you know, like, <laughs> hey man, we, you know, Greg, Greg's nuts. We, which I got, that's a, something else I want to bring back to on this show that hopefully is, I would like to get some more uh, questions and things like that or topics maybe greg can uh can throw us a few uh food yeah greg greg osterman <laughs> the third <laughs> throw God. us a few a few <laughs> food questions but all right <clears throat> yeah so uh why don't we get into uh what we've been playing or what's in our arsenal i should say oh i always forget to try to stick to you know it's called what's in your arsenal you know hey. Not it, what we've been playing. It's all the same. It's, it's I know. The same. Yeah, I, but we're you guys are branded, so like it makes yeah. sense, I guess. Yeah. So. I also had a I had a also had a really good. You know how like Nintendo Power Block has Snack Tendo. Yeah. And uh, Crossroads has Plate Station. Yeah. Got one. I got one for Arsenal X. Nice. Nice. Arsenal snacks. Yeah, Arsenal I did. Well, yeah. Yeah, and I do, I do, I do my fair share of smacking, so yeah. <laughs> that, that that would fit in. I didn't look like this by uh, you know eating salads, guys. <laughs> hey, I'd be proud of that. Be proud of that dad bod. <laughs> I would until right. we went to the zoo today and we walked up the hill and I like thought I was gonna die because <laughs> you had to take a break halfway up and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> is there a seat? I can sit down for a moment. <laughs> Not in the shape I used to be. It's fine. It's what, 15 uh, yeah. years of cookies and cake and pizza. Well, you, you, did I overhear, I think, one of the last times I talked, you played D1 football? Me? Yeah. I, play, I played college football for two years. And, uh, okay. Yeah, I went from, like, 275 pounds to 350-something pounds in just, a, in like, a year wow because of what they had me on and it was not mm. were you an offensive lineman or yeah oh, okay yeah it was uh yeah didn't wow. feel great no so, i bet no yeah uh-uh. not great but your arteries yeah. didn't really feel great either <laughs> no no my yeah, heart that... was like get me out of here get me out of here <laughs> i i quit before uh practice was even done because i wasn't i've i've just never really been into sports like enough to really to really have the drive that you one would need to to want to play them and you know it was just always kind of like a you know i i guess i could give it a try and see if it's something that i'm into and yeah i just Look, you I'm like, get it. I'd, I'd rather be home doing stuff with friends or whatever. I just, I don't, I'm not passionate enough for this. Like, yeah, I might look, as well you, just stop before, before you get I enough, waste time. You get enough injuries and cortisone shots and ankles and fingers taped up. And, you know, like sometimes when I'm watching the Browns, I'm like, man, I miss that. And then I go to stand up off my couch and my knee feels like it's going to blow up. I'm like, maybe I don't. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. See, uh, I played uh, I, I play soccer, still play soccer to this day. Yeah. Um, and just uh, I actually I got an Apple Watch, so uh, I played last week Sunday, and I 
track my calories finally. And I, I played like pretty much like 80% of the game. I subbed out maybe a few times, but ended up burning like 1400 calories in one game. So that gives me justification to like eat like eat like shit like afterwards because I'm like I gotta replenish all these calories that I just burned. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. No, yeah. soccer's been in my blood. That was something that uh, yeah. growing up was just like it was ingrained in me. My dad came from the old country and just like first when I started walking, he got me a soccer ball. Basically, it was like I couldn't do any other sport in my life. Anytime I had an inkling of I want to try this, I want to try that, my dad's like, no, soccer, soccer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Where what what is your nationality? Serbian. Stoy. Serbian. So my okay. yeah my my whole my whole family's from Serbia. I was first born here, uh, so okay. uh, has the accent. <laughs> my my wife's family is Ukrainian, so uh, oh cool. Yeah, so like it was always like dance. It was dance for her, but like you know, that's other... how it is for uh, in Serbian. It was uh, that's how it was with females too. Like mm-hmm. the guys would do soccer. And the girls mm-hmm. would just go to do dance groups. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I think we have similar dance style uh, dancing or whatever. I don't know. So. Yeah. So it, I, I just, I was, I was wondering because like they, they call it the old country too. And I was like, well, Eastern I know Europe. it's probably, I was like, yeah, it's not Russia or Ukraine, but it's somewhere over there. So yeah. Yeah. Eastern cool. Europe. It's all, it's yeah. all, we're all kind of the same. Mm-hmm. We all got to stick together. So yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm French, so that's that um, sucks. Yeah, the I'm the coolest sorry. thing I can say about my family is that my dad's great grandpa was like a French artist, and then his family moved here and opened a bar. So that's that's, that's cool. my family's story. Yeah, I'm, that's... yeah, and I'm I'm mostly German, so I don't want to know my family. <laughs> 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 no, but, but yeah, like no, I'm I'm mostly german but like uh, um some uh, uh there, there's uh, my great grandma was mostly native american um so there is definitely some of that in there which i i've like since a, since a child i've always been just fascinated with the native american culture and i've do you just get always... uh, do you get reparations at all no, no, is your I percentage high enough or I don't think so, because, well, even if it was, honestly, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think they've changed that a lot, too. I okay. think I think they've they've upped that percentage quite a bit. I imagine um, a lot of people jumping on Ancestry.com and finding out they're four percent Cherokee. And then they're like, oh, yeah. I want money. It's like, yeah, no, it's I just me. worked that my, way. My mom has some Cherokee on her side, but I'm just yeah. like. I'm pretty pasty. I don't think yeah. I could even yeah, try exactly. to say anything. You know? I'm pretty like, sure I don't count, yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what I'd feel like Stolden Valor. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, look at, I look at the sun through a window, right, and I get sunburned, so it's like, hmm. Yeah. Probably, probably not, Yeah, but it's fine. It's fine. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's Cultural right. this is... X is our new yeah. show name. Yeah. Now. Cultural X. <laughs> CX. All right. So see where all the Soviet Russia from. games play you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bosses beat you. <laughs> yeah. Bosses oh, rush you. <laughs> all right. Why don't why don't we start with you, Stoy? Uh what's in your arsenal? Um, I, you know, that, um, 
I don't know if you like after E3, Xbox dropped a bunch of those a uh, bunch of demos. Yeah. And um, I ended up getting it, and I didn't think I would like this because I saw this game get announced, and I was like, why the hell would I want to play a game delivering mail? Yeah. And it's a, it's a game called Lake. I don't know if you guys heard mm. of it or, or saw it yeah. in the saw it in the oh, trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And uh, but I was like, I saw the demo, and I was like, all right, let me give this a shot. And all of a sudden, I was like enthralled for like yeah. two hours. The demo is pretty meaty, and I was yeah. like. I'm really digging this. Like, this is kind of cool. Um, Cause there's a, there's actually story in between, in between yeah. the beats where like it's taking place in the eighties and you're this, uh, you know, aspiring tech uh, savvy girl, woman. She's uh, she's working for this tech company in the eighties and she's developing this program. I don't know what it is, but um, she ends up having to go back to her old parents, her old town that she grew up in, in Portland or Seattle or, or state of Washington. And it's all—it's like this very small little lakeside town, and her dad is a mailman, but he's going on vacation for two weeks, so she coincides her two-week vacation to take over his job. Mm-hmm. So basically, you're going back into your old town, and you're delivering mail, and you get some people that are like, where's our other mailman? And she's like, hey, I'm his daughter. I'm filling in, whatever. And then sometimes you meet people you haven't seen in a long time, so you kind of reconnect with people, and you ask questions. And it's kind of cool, because like you could go through the game talking to people and you can be kind of like a jerk, like just take this mail and shut up. Or you can actually like kind of like interact with people like, Hey, how are you? How's it going? You could be nice. And, mm-hmm. Or you could be just straight businessy. And it's kind of cool because like the whole map opens up after you go through your training and find out like what it takes to deliver mail. Cause it's complicated, you know? Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm sure it is, but whatever. Anyway. Um, so yeah, like the whole map opens up and then it's like these are all the spots where you have to deliver mail. So you drive there, you know, and you get out and then you deliver the mail or you deliver a package. Uh, and then sometimes you interact with the people who you deliver the mail to. Like you you deliver the mail to like a video rental store mm-hmm. and they got actually some of the best movie posters there. So there's a big movie poster that says Back to the Present. It's like a kind of like a dig on Get Back to the Future. And then there's like a Ghost Hunters uh video but it's like you know knock on ghostbusters but yeah it's um it's pretty it's pretty chill you know there's no combat there's no you know right answer wrong answer kind of thing it's just all in how you want to play it and uh like i said it's a pretty meaty demo i got about like two hours into it and it's pretty relaxing it's but it's it's got its little bit fair share of bugs right now Mm -hmm. so i'm you know like all of a sudden like the sound will cut off um Or like you know, uh, some some of the fauna will like pop in, pop out. So like texture yeah. pop, popping in all the time. But but I, I get a gist of the game for the most part. It sounds like it's going to be really kind of cool, really kind of neat story, and very interesting characters. I, I think the characters are really what's going to make this game. So uh, no. I got. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to ask. Like they said, these demos are more. Uh, akin to what you would play on a show floor. These are really early, like almost alpha builds of these vertical slices right they're not like yeah. it's not like a time demo of the full game you're like oh you're done goodbye mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. yeah no that that's that explains it because this is this is a pretty significant like i was playing it for like an hour and a half to two hours and i was like wow the game hasn't even stopped me from playing yet but and that makes sense because it is kind of broken but it gives you a sense of what the game is about yeah, you know, so that's why I'm like I'm not being harsh on it at all. I'm like obviously mm-hmm. this is a demo and this is very early, or maybe I don't know what what stage of development they're in, but 
Um, I'm, I'm liking it so far. I think it's a pretty cool concept, you know, kind of adding a little bit of like walking simulation and, you know, mail delivery. But like, you know, the characters seem very interesting to me at this point, you know, and the acting's pretty good. So, yeah, I've like, I remember when we, when I, they kind of first showed it, it was like, oh, this, this seems like it could be very much like a life is strange kind of, you know, like game where, where you've got, you know, like there's something deeper to you know what's what's going on or or why you know why you're doing the things that you are and yeah like i i i was kind of interested in it when i seen it just like looking at it from that aspect but right. i'll i'll definitely have to to give that a shot because yeah i've you know like i've downloaded and played some of those demos and stuff as well but i haven't done all of them but i i'll definitely have to check it, look into that one because it sh should still be available so yeah, yeah, it should be. I think though that whole list is still available, and it's 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 put in a different category. Like, I think like when you go to the Microsoft Store, uh, it all those demos that they release from E3 are in their own separate category, and I don't know what they're called, but you can't just like click like through you know all games available or anything like that. Like it's yeah. like its own special side side menu category. I, I forget yeah, what it was. But. I think there is a demo. I think there is an actual demo. Uh, yeah, um, uh, sidebar thing that you or category. That I think holds. that's why. Yeah, that's why I, uh, I how I found it because I ended up playing another game called. Um, it was like a beat 'em up game. Uh, God, I forget the name of it already. But uh, it was like a Streets of Rage, okay. uh, kind of like side scrolling beat 'em up, and it was it was pretty standard fare. Um, mm -hmm. You know, just walking and punching and kicking and punching and kicking and terrible voice acting. Terrible voice <laughs> acting. But it's made by a Turkish developer, and okay. they're they're all speaking in English, and probably some of the worst English accents I've ever heard in a video game. But like I said, it I, I'm not there for the acting; I'm just there for yeah. beating people up. So yeah, uh, otherwise I actually <laughs> yeah, otherwise I actually downloaded uh, Mech Warrior Five. Uh, yeah, it was on, that just got released on Game Pass, so I just got to started playing that. So I I don't really have much to say. And otherwise, I've been I've been jamming Mass Effect Legendary Edition, boy. Ugh. <laughs> nice. Love going back into that universe again, especially with the with the nice updated graphics and everything. But yeah, it's weird like seeing like old Xbox 360 games being played on new hardware. Yeah, everything's all cleaned up, but you see all the imperfections. Yeah. Like Bioware doesn't know how to make hands. No. Yeah. If you look at their hands, <laughs> God. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like every time, like my shepherd, because I play as Fem Shep, every time she moves around, I was like. What's wrong with your hands? <laughs> it's an accident. Like, like they hands? look like, yo, know, it was all there. Like everybody apparently had accidents with their hands, and they're all burnt. Like that's what they look like. <laughs> God. Well, that now I know why Mario and Sonic wore gloves for forty years. Yeah. Nobody yeah, knows yeah, how right. to do anything else. Yeah. Nintendo doesn't know how to make hands. Sega doesn't know how to make hands. I'm, I'm, not, I mean, I imagine making hands like look realistic in video games back then is hard i imagine now they could probably do a pretty good job but yeah um, you know so and, and here's hoping with obviously dragon age 4 and mass effect 4 you know that they could kind of nail that tech down but we'll see yeah yeah i, yeah, I think that's the thing is you know like in a, a lot of games where you see hands there's usually some form of glove or or armor or something that they're wearing so it's like mm -hmm. You know, like, well, well yeah, because when when you think about it, and 
and I guess now that I'm thinking about it now, like all the articulations your hands do, especially yeah, when yeah. you're talking, like some people like to talk with their hands and, mm-hmm. you know, they do these different things and it always looks so wooden when you're looking at old video games. Yeah. Unless they're at, unless they're fully motion captured, like, you know, Naughty yeah. Dog games or, yeah. you know, uh, games like that. But, um, yeah, when you have like kind of pre-rendered, pre-made up like animations, like how do you articulate their hands? Like it's just... Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine it's it's easy to develop. Yeah, no, I yeah. It, yeah, like you said, if if they're doing yeah, it's one thing if they've literally got little sensors on every little finger when they're doing mocap and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah one, but that wouldn't be fun. <laughs> that that's pretty much what I've been playing. Uh okay. when I when okay. I've not been uh being the outdoor woodsman, you know. Uh, I my wife got me an axe for Christmas. For my birthday, I mean, uh, my birthday was a few weeks ago, so I that was using using that over the weekend, cutting up wood. And wow, stuff. you guys really do just live in the just Wisconsin. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. This weekend, man, it's like I mean, from Milwaukee, it it took me a couple hours to get to where I was over the weekend. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's weird, like falling asleep to nothing, complete yeah. silence. Imagine yeah. that for a second. No cars not even like crickets chirping or anything like that uh no like light you know building lights in the sky or any kind of like background noise just dead yeah. silence couldn't fall asleep yeah. for like an hour because it just freaked me out yeah because i live yeah. off of main street so yeah. like falling asleep to nothing i was like yeah well yeah. and even or even like you said like you know like when there uh, when there is that dead silence except for you know like crickets or whatever you realize just how loud that stuff is well yeah like, because you because i think your ears so... yeah your ears become like hypersensitive because your ears yeah. are like wait a minute we don't hear anything something's wrong yeah <laughs> so i don't know yeah. if our ears just like turn up the volume or something like that and that's when yeah like i heard a bird chirping this morning yeah and like i was like it it, it sounded like the loudest thing on the planet yeah, yeah. but like birds chirp outside my window here like in milwaukee like every day uh, yeah. yeah, I don't even pay attention to it. I don't know. Yeah, like I, you know, like definitely, you know, being from Wisconsin, I always grew up like the camping and stuff is like, a, it's like if you don't camp and you live in this state, like people look at you weird. But like, yeah, like it, it I, um, a couple, well, a year, a little over a year ago now, um, I, we went camping in upper Michigan with my wife's family and we we were uh like our site was just right like right across the kind of like street if you want to call it pathway that cars drive through there's a couple of uh like tent areas but after that tent area was just a down a drop down right to uh lake mich uh lake michigan okay and and uh holy crap (laughs) like like hearing those waves crashing late at night when you're trying to sleep and everything around you is dead silence except for the water like and that that had been the first time i had ever slept by water that close like late at night and had massive thunderstorms and talk about loud holy like you could just hear it like the sound traveling a across the water and then like like it was it was an intense that was an intense uh sleeping situation like 
but, I, I but that, that's the kind of thing that so I love. Loud. Like, yeah. I love that kind of silence. I love that kind of solace. Like, yeah, into it more lately over the last couple of years of my life, you know, because I, I never did that as a kid because mm-hmm. my parents were like, outdoors are bad. That's why we live in the city. And it's like, yeah. now over the last few years, I've kind of been like, man, I got to get out. So actually, yeah. uh, next weekend, I'm going to be in the UP, the Upper Peninsula. I'm doing nice. a little uh, motorcycle waterfall tour where like I'm hitting okay. all these waterfalls on my bike and I'm actually going to be tent camping up there. Uh, nice. So I'm really looking forward to that. Nice. Yeah, it, uh, man. Get on I, my Harley and just go. Yeah, there's honestly, in my opinion, like there's a lot of places I want to go in the United States yet, but like it's going to be really hard to top like northern Wisconsin and upper oh, yeah, Michigan. Sure. Like I, that, that's just where I want to be. Like, hey, just, Boss I Rush Games it. camping expedition. Let's go. Let's yeah. get everybody up to northern Wisconsin. I'll bring my axe. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll have Corey cut up some firewood. Hmm. We'll have Probably Eddie build not. a fire. We'll have Eddie build a fire. I think Laron will do the grilling for us, so he's gonna have to. We have to get a grill up for him. Yeah, we could we could get some, uh, and then uh, Logan can bring the barbecue. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, Celeste will have to too as well because she's yeah, from yeah. Portland, so she's gonna yeah. have to bring the seafood and stuff. And yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's that's one of those places I haven't been yet, but I definitely want to go sometime. Well, I unfortunately for you, New Orleans is a very dirty city. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just yeah. I mean, I imagine it's, it's if you're there, you love the it. Experience. Yeah, it's like, definitely about the experience, especially yeah. Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street is an experience. Let me tell you. Yeah, because like I've been to my wife has family and um in uh vegas and i went and i experienced that and it's not not something it's just not for me two so days we'll, ju- we'll just put it that two days way max in vegas yeah i think that's about all anyone can take so california is the only place that i've really enjoyed longer than than a week you know right so but that's so cool. what else what else have you guys been playing yeah what what have you what's in your arsenal Corey? <laughs> uh well in terms of xbox it's just been destiny and i played a little bit of halo the other night uh nice uh just because like i don't know all this stuff surrounding halo infinite just has got me excited for halo again and i've i jumped into the master chief collection for a little bit and by the way like those games still play really good but they still play like you remember them yep yeah and they're pretty uh Especially like Halo two and three are still pretty archaic in terms of like there's no sprint button, which really throws me off. Like instead of zooming in, the shoulder button is throw your grenade and it's like oh man. <laughs> oh just... yeah. Every time I go back to Halo, man, it, that's always a yeah. So it's like shooting through binoculars, that's what it makes you feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. And so like I played a little bit of Halo four multiplayer, which is still like for me, it still feels the best out of all of the multiplayers. Uh, I play a little bit of that, and then I played a little bit of Halo 5, which I still like the movement and stuff in Halo 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that that stays a little bit, um, mm-hmm. which I don't. it doesn't look like it is, but uh, I still really like the way Halo 5 plays. Uh, yeah. what, what in your... I mean, I know a, a lot of times when I bring this up, see, my favorite game is Halo Reach out of okay. the series you know and i love all the halo games you know just mm-hmm. about as good but I, but i think when halo reach came out it was it was the most different of all the games mm-hmm. and i think it had kind of like one of the best stories and the best 
characters mm-hmm. at the time instead of just being focused on Master Chief. So do, what do you think of Halo Reach? Uh, it's the only Halo game I've never finished. Oh, okay. Uh, which it mm, has a lot to do with what was going on in my life at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I just never went back to it. But uh, me and you, me, you and Ed started it. And I know. And we got to, to the we got to the same exact spot that I stopped at. Oh, yeah, when you got time. the uh, when you got the what was it the the remaster or whatever? Or yeah. Did you guys play the remaster? Yeah. Well, we did. Yeah. We used to do this show called Squad Goals where we'd all log on and play multiplayer and stream it and do dumb stuff during our playthrough. Like, mm-hmm. Ed, half the time Ed would like fall asleep while he was playing with us, so we would push him well, off. See the edge <laughs> yeah. See murder him straight up while he was running in front of us or something. So. <laughs> Been there, I think man. He's two for two. I think he's two for two. With, like. Both times that we played Sea of Thieves with him, he fell asleep. Yeah, and then like I start like he his the thing he hates the most is when he falls asleep and then he wakes up and my pirate is dancing in front of him. Yeah, he hates it. He hated it. <laughs> well, Which yeah. by the he, way, we he need needs to, get... to drink a Monster Energy drink or something. Yeah, we we gotta play Sea of Thieves soon, Jesse. Because yeah, I, I know that pirate stuff. Uh, yeah, but. I played some Halo 5. I also played a lot of Destiny just to catch up on this. There are some weird... If you play Destiny at all, there are some weird stuff going on in Destiny right now uh, in terms of story. And it's just... It's fun. I can't wait yeah. to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the seasonal event that's going on right now is not very fun, uh, but it's like the way you catch up on the story is by progressing through the seasonal event. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not going to lie. I've just kind of been watching the cutscenes on online because I don't feel like doing the event because it's not fun. Yeah. Uh, but iron banner comes back next week. And then uh, the solstice of heroes, which is like their summer event is happening. It starts next week too, or the week after. So there's some things coming up, but the big, the big mark on the calendar right now is the, uh, the last two weeks of the season on the calendar is marked epilogue, which is like, what's what's gonna happen here? Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of like what everybody's pointing to right now. But there are bad guys in the in the tower, the main hub area of the game, and nobody seems to care or notice or both, which is disturbing. Hmm. Uh, so yeah. Hmm. I mean, if you want, if you want the full rundown, you can listen to Tower Casuals because we dove deep into it last week, and we're gonna dive deep into this week's story this this coming week. But nice. there's just I'm, some yeah. weird stuff going on in Destiny right now, and it's kind of cool and kind of creepy because we've been hearing about this villain, which the next expansion, the Witch Queen, revolves around, and it okay. seems to be alluding towards what's happening with that expansion so it's kind of cool yeah i might actually have to check out check out those episodes because i i'll be honest i recently deleted uh my my destiny 2 just because i you know like with art i don't have money to go out and get a 250 dollar expansion thing right now that at this moment is that uh, how much so it would I, cost for for the for the, the terabyte the terabyte uh, thing that plugs into the Series X. Oh yeah, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. it was 180 on New Egg last week. Was it but, okay? Yeah. 
it's, well, it yeah. seems like it's going to be coming down in price in a couple weeks, which yeah. And I, I, I've yeah, got the money SSDs coming. are just still still wildly expensive. Like, yeah, I'll probably get it. when they come down. I'll probably get one for my Series S, just so yeah. I don't have to keep removing it from the one in the living room. But well, the I what I would like to do is I'd like to get two of them and just have games on because what's nice is you can just like a memory card essentially you can just unplug it and whatever games you want to play like you I kind of wish I kind of wish it was in the front of the box instead of in the back but yeah I you know like <laughs> when I set up this uh this studio that I like now where I record mm-hmm. like my my desk right now that I'm at is facing my doorway so there's nothing behind my desk so mm-hmm. I can just access everything behind it, which yeah. is like I, I, mean, I kind of want. It's do. not that hard to reach behind yeah. the Xbox and pull it out. It's just like, but at the same time, it's kind of annoying when you're like, yeah. when you move the memory card like three times a week to you know record stuff mm-hmm. or play in the office while you're editing something or, you know, yeah. when you're not editing, you can go play on your TV that you paid a lot of money for. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and unfortunately, it's not something that you can, you know, obviously just have like a USB hub because that would defeat the whole purpose of the speed. Like, just have like a hub that you could just plug a whole bunch of them into it. But what's this creepy vampire anime person that you're? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. it, it, this is Tifa. She oh, was nice. like standing. She was t- standing next like, to me, and she actually just like stands on her own. Oh, so just... yeah. And I just picked this up this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I, I, I picked her up when we went on our Nashville uh, game collecting trip. Oh, and, nice. Uh, yeah. So everyone made fun of me for it, but I, I don't care. Who cares? Tifa, Tifa yeah. is bae. Tifa, yeah. yeah. I'm going to agree bae. with you. So I, I always say if you have problems with storage space, just buy two Xbox Series Xs and yeah. call it a day. Like well, they're... well, maybe maybe I'll win one. I I put some of my uh, my uh, um points uh towards towards the uh, sweepstakes thing where you can win. And you That's win the series, the series X. The se- it's the Series X. Um, the those new headphones. Um, uh, I think a monitor. Oh, you um, a terabyte. Uh, one of the storage things. And like, there's a whole crap load of stuff in there, but oh, and it's the Resident, it's a Resident Evil Village uh, bundle like type thing. So, Every time I get enough points, I put I flood my points into the sweepstakes to the LG OLED, the 65 inch oh, LG OLED, and the yeah. Series X. So <laughs> that's where all mine go. Yeah. Well, I'm most to, most uh, of mine go go to uh, every. I have it set up where every month. Um, it because it costs it's cheaper if you do it this way it's like 800 and 8750 points to get a ten dollar uh gift card yeah. uh and so i just have that set up to do that automatically because a lot of the times the things on there you know that that are they're offering points for or stuff i'm gonna do anyways yeah. it's like i'm i'm yeah. trying to to get a lot of my movie collection digitally Mm-hmm. on on my xbox because then i can just watch them through movies anywhere after yeah. and stuff so like I, you know like a lot of times it's like you can get three thousand points if you rent for a rent or buy four movies that are four dollars or more you know and it's like okay well 
I want to get this in this movie anyway, so cool. I'm halfway there. <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah. Well, Jesse, what's in your arsenal? So I I I've just mostly been honestly like other than the the casual Fortnite with my friend uh, that I play. Um, I've been playing uh, Scarlet Nexus and just absolutely loving that game. Ooh. Tell me about that because I I wanted to pick that up this weekend, but I hear it's like anime Bloodborne. Yeah, I mean it's yeah it's it's pretty it's a great game. It's like it's a lot like a like a um, Devil May Cry or a, you okay. know like the like that kind of stuff. But it's got some really cool things that it does. So like like you can you know like like many um rpgs where you have like a a team of of people that fight with you um they they kind of have that aspect of it but instead of you like literally controlling or telling what those people do they will uh fight on the on the battlefield with you um but like what you can do is like and they kind of go through this in the beginning of like the when you're going to the training but you're essentially part of this group of people who are fighting this anomaly of creatures and stuff that are coming into the towns and stuff and wreaking havoc and you're part of this like military like special class of of like defenders who take on take on these anomalies and stuff and, and eradicate them. So, you know, they don't do more damage to the city that's already than what's already been done. And, um, there's this whole like plug system of like these big plug, like spike things that will, that go into your back and they like shock you and stuff. And so like, it takes some getting used to like for the characters and it's very, they talk about how painful it is and stuff. But essentially what it does is it, it like it's a way to link yourself with your team on a on a level where you like <clears throat> like I said to my friend, it's kind of like Naruto where like each a lot of people have like their own distinct like abilities and things they can do. Like some people have like fire abilities or like, you know, like uh, moves that they can do that are that are linked by fire or you know, people who can move really fast or, or whatever. And so like when you have these people in your, your squad, you can, you know, you hold like LB or something and press like whatever button is linked to that person in your team. And then those plug things will shoot into your back and, and then you like harness the, the, the power abilities of whoever's in your team and so then you can like when you're using your sword attacks and stuff, they can be linked with with the fire ability or whatever, because some characters have have like weaknesses to fire or, you know, or more have weakness to this or and and like your character that you start out with, or at least the guy one that I started out with has like um, the ability to like move, like pick up things with his mind and throw them. And, and that, like that part of it, of like, like they do this really good job of, of you mixing your, your physical attacks with those, those attacks as well. And, and like, I really like that it's not quite about doing like pushing a whole bunch of buttons for a a certain combo at this point. 
it's more about just like you know like very easy it's not it's not hard to get around the the combos that they do okay. and it's and it's more about like an up attack you like so if you do an up attack and then you can mash a button and you'll do a whole bunch of uh, hits to them while they're still in the air and then if you hold like the the your kinesis or whatever attack right after you finish your regular uh, physical attack then all of a sudden you'll see this like whatever you picked up just smash them in the side of the head or whatever um it's it's a fun game and that's one of the games that there's a demo of as well from during the E3 on Xbox and you get to play a good chunk of the game in there as well um it, they they get that that gives you a really good idea of what the game is. They kind of even jump a little bit ahead of when you have a couple of people in your team, so you can really experience that that uh, using other people's uh, abilities. So, yeah, like the, the game is just amazing, and and it's it's not it's like and I've said this before, like it's it's one of those games that most people who know me would have never expected me to get into. But it does a lot of things that are just really, really interesting and, and keep my attention. So very cool. Um, yeah, cause yeah, I was I'm, kind of on the fence about this because I'm, I'm kind of in that same boat with you that I'm like, eh, I don't know if I'd get into this because kind yeah. of the things I heard about it, like leading up to it. I'm like, I don't know if that would be a game that I would kind of get bored with or like I would get frustrated with pretty easily. But sounds like it's you know. yeah. It, yeah, it's fairly it's fairly easy, uh, you know, like. As or at least like challenge. I mean, challenging it. enough, right? Challenging. Yeah, like it's not, yeah, it's it's not like it's gonna kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's easy entry level, I should say, for for like a game that deals with with um you know combos and things like that. It's not yeah. it's not like heavy combo based, like a like a fighting like you know like a Street Fighter or something right, where yeah. you've got to really hit those button combos or otherwise it doesn't work. It's not. It's not like that. It's it's a much more forgiving and a little bit easier entry level. So I mean, the fact that you compared it to Devil May Cry first was kind of enough yeah. for me because obviously yeah. the Devil May Cry yeah, series was kind of the first Souls. Yeah. yeah, it's no, it's it's it's. I mean, it it has those those. It has like bosses and like, I mean, it like it has the dodging and stuff like that. Like where if you do a good dodge. Then it, you know, you get those abilities to do uh, a, re uh, um, a defense attack or whatever, like where you get that opportunity where things slow down a little bit to let you know that you dodged the, you know, the attack well. And if you have your um, Nero network upgrades or whatever um, set, you there is the ability to be able to get in a, a really good attack after doing a good uh, dodge. And, you know, there there are those aspects of that, but I feel like a lot of some of that stuff I thought I thought was kind of like in a lot of those kind of games already. But but yeah, I mean, it, it, it there definitely is those kind of like Souls kind of game things to it, but it's not it's not super difficult like a Souls game at all, at least, you know, in the beginning part where I'm at. And like the the boss characters and stuff that I've seen so far are really interesting. I mean, yeah, like like I said, yeah, if you really want to try it first before you absolutely buy it, there is that demo of it, and they give you a really good like 
chunk of the game to really experience it. So very cool. I def I definitely suggest for people like if they like like the yeah those DMC like kind of games and stuff and and like are are really into like anime type you know kind of stories and things like that it definitely is a lot of that and they do a really good job of of those things in my opinion from what i what i've experienced so far so uh sitting here talking i i finally had a uh, painful memory pop through my head um <laughs> that uh, i actually played uh dungeons and dragons dark alliance this week oh Ooh. did you uh with uh another guy on the podcast josh and um I never deleted a game so hard in my life from my library. <laughs> That's we, funny. We just had a terrible time with it. And it's, I mean, it, it was a good game on paper and the combat, it, everything was right about it. It was like a, you know, old, mm-hmm. like, kind of like, you know, just old fashioned, like third person tag and slash type game, you know, it and reminds the Dungeons and Dragons. A little bit. Yeah. I think it kind of had a little bit of that, a little bit of kind of like if Baldur's Gate was, uh, kind of had that behind the, behind the back kind of camera angle mm-hmm. um you know and it's it's entirely co-op it, it can be if you want it to be and you can pick like four different characters you can pick you know the dwarf the human the um you can pick an elven kind of dual wielder and stuff and each has their own little abilities and whatever but just the brokenness of this game i don't understand how it passed how it got through yeah testing. yeah you know, I've- I've been hearing a lot of the same sentiment about that game because a lot of people, that's one of those games that a lot of people were super excited about and, yeah. and has that attention that when something goes wrong, you're, you're going to really hear about it. But yeah. yeah and, and, and that's what kind of like disappoints me about it because yeah. it's like, here it is, you know, th- that we, we had this, I mean, maybe it wasn't on the same level as cyberpunk because I thought cyberpunk's glitches were kind of comical in a way, but and admittedly, I stopped playing it because those glitches were present. But um, these are, but a lot of those glitches didn't necessarily break the gameplay experience for me. Uh, this one did. When enemies mm-hmm. attack you before attack animations happen, that's when it starts getting frustrating. Or when um, you got like homing particles, like someone throws a rock at you and you mm-hmm. like the, the rock like takes like a hard right turn to hit you. Um, yeah. And like what? Like how does that work? <laughs> magic yeah. i guess it's like but, curving like curving bullets yeah i know i mean this ain't <laughs> this ain't the game wanted but the um it just, there's a lot that's broken that kind of completely destroys your immersive experience and mm-hmm. i tried to play it i thought maybe it's just lag maybe the online servers are kind of jacked up and that's kind of what's causing this but um it uh it wasn't i when i played through single player for a short amount of time all those glitches were present and this is stuff you could see on YouTube. You, you, you YouTube these glitches, and it's like enemies are disappearing, and like attack animations are happening after you get hit, so there's no chance of preparing. Um, dodging is like atrocious. Like if you can dodge, and just man, it's just bad. Like I hope they fix yeah. it. I, yeah. I like, but is this the is this the kind of standard that we're gonna be expecting nowadays? Where it's like, let's just release the game. Okay, it's broken. Okay, now we have to fix it. Now we got to work double hard to make it right. But it's like, is the damage already done? You know, like it, it, all this bad press, it, it hurts the sales moving forward. Yeah. To where yeah. like all, to where all of a sudden it's going to be a Mass Effect Andromeda scenario where yeah, all the bugs are fixed, the gameplay is great, but mm-hmm. 
the damage was already done with the bad media attention. And now everyone's like, well, I heard that game is really bad. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to play it. But yeah, you know, yeah, which is unfortunate because <clears throat> like I've, you know, like I, I was listening to a conversation where they were talking with some of the developers and, and stuff about, about these kinds of things and how, like, you know, when they have a deadline set and they've got a, they've just basically, they know like all these issues are going to be there in the game and they have to, but they have to have the game, a finalized version of it pressed at a certain time, even though they've been working for months on fixing a lot of that stuff. It's just that it, it kind of gets trapped in that, that, that state that it was in and like yeah, yeah. too, too and, many and bugs and not enough time to fix yeah. it so you try to kind of fix the most important ones the ones that don't break the game um yeah i, I actually one of the ones was like literally every time we beat a level or beat an act so to speak mm -hmm. uh, we our connection got severed mm -hmm. so like we would have to restart the connection oh, just geez. to play the next level and it that was like kind of wow. annoying wow. but um yeah yeah like i understand that part of development because yeah. hearing yeah. all those stories you know like when that crunch time happens, when all of a sudden they got a huge list of bugs that the QA testers found. So then they go into kind of like overtime mode where it's like they got to fix them. But I, you know, admittedly, I think sometimes don't even put a deadline on, on games. Yeah. I, I, I know that, I know that doesn't work for a business sense because yeah. businesses, uh, publishers, video game publishers are businesses, video games are a business. So they need to put the games out at the right time so that the publishers and the developers can make their money. I get yeah. that. About, about yeah. the only company that it works for right now is Microsoft, to be honest with you, because <laughs> yeah. they have the money to burn on that, right? And then, like, Game Pass brings them in, yeah. you know, that supplemental income that they might not get otherwise. So, yeah, yeah I, mean, you, I know, mean, you heard the story of Psychonauts, right? Like, it was supposed to come out last year. Mm -hmm. And then they said that, you know, Microsoft said, take all the time you need to make this a good, polished game. Yeah. And, now, granted, it might not be like that forever, right? Like, if leadership changes or whatever, and you see, which I don't, I think whoever takes the place of Phil Spencer in the future is going to have the same mindset. Jesse, I think you and I talked about this yeah. the last time I was on, or what if on Boss Rush or whatever. But we think Sarah Bond's going to take over Phil Spencer's role when Phil Spencer decides to step down. That's uh, going to be a big, uh, big shoes to fill right there, man. Phil Spencer is the. The Xbox God, man. He's <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like he's he's up there with you know, like in my opinion, like Iowata and well, and like I I mean, like I think oh, like personality wise, yeah, 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 and just like like he is Xbox right now. Like he delivers he delivers the right message that gamers want to hear, you know, like yeah. Xbox had that dark period when the Xbox one came out and everyone was like, not happy with the direction they were going. Mm -hmm. So they had to really reverse course. And then that's when Phil Spencer came in and said, games, let's talk about games. Let's hit, let's hit these people yeah. with good games and good development. I mean, the fact, first party titles. The fact that during the summer games fest, they had, uh, Satya Nadella come out and talk about games with Phil, right? Like that was like, I know that was probably just like a PR move, but it was a really good PR move, and that was a really strong message. that says Microsoft is backing games, right? Which yeah, yeah, right. Like Phil Spencer had to convince them to keep X the Xbox brand around, mm -hmm. and the fact that he not only did that but turned it around and actually turned it into something that like every day I see people say, oh, well. 
Game Pass is a great deal. I'm going to buy an Xbox, right? And like, mm-hmm. yes, Microsoft's paying us, by the way, to say that. Uh, Still waiting on my check, though, Phil. I know. Yeah, they're <laughs> in the mail, I guess. Uh, but I like it's every day. Like even people within Boss Rush who want a PS5, they're like, well, Halo looked great, and Fable seems like something cool oh they're bringing back perfect dark oh it's on game pass well i might as well just get it or the horizon five though yeah and yeah. individual cactus needles i know individual yeah. cactus needles they, come on <laughs> like i i got i like i found four xboxes for people this week and it was like and two of them were placed they playstation guys right like mm-hmm. like dan in boss rush has never owned an xbox before never mm-hmm. And he's going to get it either a Series S or a Series X at some point. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't know. I have I know, like, PlayStation Hardcore or, like, that box is selling, like, hotcakes right now, right? But I think in the long run, in the long term, this plan, if they stick to it and they... 360. And it's going to be like like the 360, but the it's, PS... It's not even going to be that. It's just well, going to no, be like... No, I, no like, like, right now, PS5 is the 360. Oh, where oh, yeah, it's selling like X. like crazy, but right. like the Series X is gonna just kind of slowly just right. go past, and and you know like everyone will talk still talk about PlayStation, but here you know Xbox is selling more more consoles. And, and if they could if they can pull off like something that has half the cachet of God of War or Horizon or The Last of Us or Uncharted, right? Like mm-hmm. they. They could just really. I really feel like Xbox is doing something special, and like Jesse, we've been talking about it for years, right? Where, yeah, it took them forever to turn this boat, right? Like this Mm -hmm. this ship, you know, and and Crackdown was, Crackdown was like the turning point for me, at least. Was like, okay, this is like the last of that original, you know. Uh, uh, reveal of the of the Xbox One, right? Crackdown yeah. Three. This is this is it. This is they got it out, right? Gears Five was the first game in that next direction, right? Them fixing yep. Master Chief Collection and giving them giving that multiplayer suite an overhaul and giving it a season pass and uh, all mm-hmm. that stuff was moving it. Game Pass, right? Yeah. Another piece of the puzzle. Designing the Series mm-hmm. S as pretty much the Trojan horse of like, Oh, well, this will be my game pass machine while I play these PlayStation exclusives. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I feel like they're heading in a great direction and with game pass coming to, you know, it's already on smartphones, but like, I mean, game pass app coming to your smart TV or the, uh, what that, the game pass stick that's rumored to be in development or, I don't know, man. Well, They're I doing mean, something. They're just doing it. They're doing it. Well, and yeah. you know, like not to go back to to this, but I mean, you know, like generally, you know, E3 was kind of whatever this year, but like, you know, like Microsoft. I mean, we've really talked about was it. Nintendo, a talking Nintendo point. and Microsoft carried E3 this year, right? Yeah. Did. yeah. And like, and you know, and like I've said, like. You know, I I absolutely loved Nintendo's and what they did, but at the same time, like Microsoft's was so important because it 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 was able to put a lot of people at ease who were worried about the future, right? 
Like mm-hmm. they did what they needed to do. And that's why, you know, in my opinion, it had one E3 is it, it did what you, like now you hear so many more people, like, like you said, just talking about even the, you know, just getting people to think about getting mm-hmm. a, new, a new Xbox is a, a move in the right direction, you know, mm-hmm. like for the, for them, you know, like. I mean, yeah, when you talk just, about all the exclusives just, that they've been talking about for years are finally coming yeah. out and coming out this right. year, I you mean, know, that, starting with that, uh, Flight Simulator, Psychonauts, uh, Forza Horizon, yeah, uh, Halo just, Infinite this year too. I mean, I think they're gonna they're gonna really win the next gen contest if you want to call it uh, this year. I mean, you look at that that image I sent to the voice chat, right? Or yeah, the voice, yes. yeah, yeah the, which we can definitely get into that. Where you, is it? Let you me want pull to bring it up here. It up. Okay, so I mean, these are big exclusives that they have. That, this is, this is are, every, are coming out this year or next. This is, year. Every, this is everything that's announced for Xbox Game Studios, right? Flight Simulator, Psychonauts 2, Age of Empires 4, Forza Horizon 5, Halo Infinite, uh, the 1.0 release of Grounded, uh, Deathloop, which is a PlayStation Time exclusive, but it will be coming to Xbox a year after release. Ghostwire Tokyo, again, a PlayStation exclusive that's coming to Xbox three months after. Starfield, Redfall, uh, Senua's Saga, Project Mara, Outer Worlds 2, Avowed, Everwild, Forza Motorsport, uh, Perfect Dark, State of K3, Dusk Falls, Elder Scrolls 6, Contraband, Indiana Jones, Fable, Wolfenstein. And I'm assuming it is working on Doom, whatever the third game in the Doom the trilogy. Next Doom is, yeah. 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 yeah uh, what's the, what's the one game too? The um the one that was like all body body horror stuff, the is it The Evil Within. Skull uh uh Oh, a scorned, scorned, yeah, yeah. scorned, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, these are these are too. just first-party studios yeah. games, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And we're talking kind of like the bigger-named ones. I mean, there's right. still yeah. like going to be a ton of, ton of this, other exclusives to Xbox that are going to be coming out. But uh, yeah, I mean, this doesn't include its next project. This doesn't include an Exiles uh, rumored RPG, which is rumored to be a Star Wars game. Uh, this doesn't, uh, this doesn't include. Uh, um, Shoot, what Indiana Jones? No, Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, shoot, who developed the Outer Worlds? Obsidian's uh, third team's yeah, game. That's like, like oh yeah, because uh, they're working on Avowed, Outer Worlds two, and yeah, a third like, uh, a third project too. Yeah, well, I mean, grounded, right? But like, that's just a small twelve man team. It doesn't really count as one of their yeah. big teams. They have three full time teams there. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm assuming will probably be Pillars of Eternity three. I'm assuming. Uh, I would like an Alpha Protocol two. Oh my God, please, please, yeah. I would love please. that, except for Come Sega on. owns the IP. Sega. Come Take on, shit, we know, put it Sega. in a bag. Send it to Beth- send it to Bethesda, Microsoft, someone. We I need. Mean, yeah. You just look at this lineup, and you're like, how like. There How is, is Alpha literally... Protocol 2 not on this lineup? I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> uh, Alpha Protocol 2, by the way. A buggy gem of a game for, for a 360. That game was amazing. Yeah, that game really was. I mean, yeah, it, it definitely had its fair share of jank, but not enough to ruin the experience for me, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the, the, like you just look at that lineup. This is probably what, over the next two or three years, all this is coming they want to release a major game every quarter, right? And I feel like they're going to do that. And like yeah. the story, like you brought up, 
their big promotion right now is six games in six months, right? And including Flight Simulator and Psychonauts 2. And if you have a PC, Age of Empires and Forza and Halo all this year. Those are all this year. Mm-hmm. It's just like I, I'm, my- I'm glad Game Pass exists because I would not be able to afford all of these games and play them. Yeah, all. yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially when October comes around and they there's that big dump of games from across the across all platforms. You know. Yeah. If you're a multi-platform owner like I am. You know. It's well, just, and and like you know, problems. and like that's that's not even mentioning the fact that we like they they've done such a great job with, um you know supporting the games that they already have and and most of it it's all free it's like like they're like sea of the sea of thieves stuff like yeah. that's that's all free like i mean they're yeah i mean, I you mean you're at, talking you about a Infinite. disney a yeah. disney collaboration and they're giving you that yeah yeah i don't know how disney allowed that but I mean, I'm sure Disney is making a pretty penny off the microtransactions yeah. from that. Right? Like, I mean, they, yeah. that plunder pass is all about the the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff, right? So, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, and I think you were going to you're going to lean into uh, Halo uh, multiplayer being free to play. But yes, yeah, everything that's... I heard on that uh, deep dive video is um, uh, cosmetic mm-hmm. uh, purchases, microtransactions, microtransactions, microtransactions. That's what I heard throughout the entirety of that talk where they were talking about, like, you know, everything is free in the game except well, if you want to buy going, these little things. Well, yeah. it's they're doing the Fortnite Battle Pass thing, though, where you buy the Battle Pass uh, instead of buying cosmetics. They're not yeah. nickel and diming you. They're doing the Battle Pass thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is like if you buy if you get if you have Game Pass or if you buy Halo Infinite proper like that first battle passes free and they yeah. never expire which is mm-hmm. another thing you can yeah. always work on an old battle pass if you like those cosmetics which is yeah. so nice yeah yeah um, yeah because i hate the fort but like i hate the Fortnite model of that of where either yeah. you get it now or well, it's gone it's it's to keep people engaged right yeah and it's like if I know. you want this you have to keep playing and the longer you play the more money you're likely to spend like it's it's a mm-hmm. whole thing yeah. but where I was going with Halo Infinite's multiplayer, right? Like Battle Battlefield being seventy dollars and putting out a, a multiplayer only game is really risky in October. Yep. And this year's Call of Duty is rumored to be going back to World War II, which is something that I don't think Call of Duty players want. Putting Halo Infinite, you, you, you have a subset of people that do. Like, yeah, there, there, yeah. There, no, there's a I strong mean, showing of like kind of like older old school players that like you know. Yeah, love I'm that. just saying. I'm just saying like word of mouth is like they, yeah, people would rather have like that modern combat style thing. Yeah. But like, or like putting all that combat. Yeah. Yeah. Like putting that all aside, like you have those things and then you give people halo. Like, I feel like it's like a perfect storm for, for halos multiplayer right now with uh, destiny's next expansion being delayed to next year, Starfield coming next year. Uh, I feel like, Halo multiplayer is just going to be the thing that people talk about, and which gets me really excited as a Halo as a Halo fan, right? Like it just, I don't know. I feel like that multiplayer is going to thrive because it's really being discussed as probably being the dominant multiplayer if it works out of the gate, right? That's the other mm-hmm. thing is like it needs to work out of the gate, yeah, for, for it to just be to thrive. I feel like because like 
you look at Halo 5, I don't know. And then you look at the problems with the Master Chief Collection when it launched, and like, yeah, they got it to a good place, but like six years is a long, a long time to get your multiplayer suite to work. Yeah, yeah. I'll say. Yeah. yeah How and, tragic and, would it be that all of a sudden EA decides, hey, we're making Titanfall 3 and it's coming out in October? How right. tragic would that be? It's like, not again, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what yeah, happened I, with Titanfall 2 because they, they yeah. dropped it in between Battlefield uh, 1 and Infinite Warfare. Yeah. And it's like, man, that was well, bad. Yeah. Well, and, you know, yeah. like after after all this stuff happening with, you know, with the Battlefield and them kind of like, you know, taking a year off, essentially, with with Battlefield. Um, like now, now it's like I almost wonder if they were waiting with Titan, waiting with Titanfall, because they're just like, okay, we don't really know what's happening with Battlefield right now, so we're not even gonna bother worrying about making a Titanfall right now because we don't want that to happen again. Well, from what I understand, we Respawn has no plans yeah. to to work on it. I think they're you know, they just finished, Respawn just finished working on Medal of Honor, the VR game. Uh, and yeah. I think they're, I'm pretty sure they're working on something else. I don't know what, but from what I understand, it's not Titanfall. Yeah. It's a new is, IP, I think. Is yeah. yeah. Which is, which is, which is unfortunate. I don't know. Well, I, I well, I mean, Titanfall I'm, 2 was such a good step in the right direction. Dude, Titanfall, Titanfall yeah. 2 is amazing. Yeah. Titanfall yeah. 2, like I played, I played Titanfall 1 on Xbox 360, which was like, Bluepoint did a great job of porting that game down. By the way, yeah. that game that game was really good on 360, but Titanfall 2 was just like I feel like it was. They perfected it in the second game, mm-hmm. right? Almost, and yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, they perfected the multiplayer, which was leaps and bounds better than the first one, and they also brought a campaign, which is something like a dedicated single player campaign. Yeah, and, and that like was just like that hit that it out of the park. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, and just the relationship <laughs> between the pilot and your mech, your your Titan, was yeah. just like. I didn't know I could care about a robot so much, you know, like it's, and it was, it was funny. It was kind of tongue in cheek and all the, all the single player levels were so different in any way, in every way. And just, ah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get me wrong. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I definitely, the second that a, a Titanfall three is being announced, like I'm going to be the happiest person in the world. But at the same, I'm gonna time, drive up like... to Appleton and I'm gonna I'm gonna pound on your door. We're gonna celebrate together, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna bring a 30 pack of Pabst and we're gonna celebrate, okay? <laughs> the real Wisconsin way. Yeah. I'm gonna bring some Johnsonville brats. Yeah. And Pabst. Some cheese curds. Hell yeah! I'm gonna stop at Culver's. I'm gonna get a whole donkey load of cheese curds, man. And we're gonna live it up. <laughs> you couldn't get more Wisconsin than what I just said the last like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And we'll go watch the Packers, all right? We'll go yeah, watch the Packers yeah. game. <laughs> go we'll Brewers. Go, well, we don't go watch the Packers. We just go drink in the parking lot. That's, yeah, that's, that's true. The, yeah, that's, that's, go, where the, that's where the real the real Packer fans are, is out yeah. in the parking lot. <laughs> let me tell you, I am let me tell you, I am like about like seven minutes away from uh it, it will always be Miller Park to me. But yeah. uh, it's AmFam Stadium now. Um, yeah. But uh, they just opened up to 100% capacity, oh, and the yeah. tail like dri- just driving through there and the amount of tailgating that happens in that parking lot. Oh, yeah. Good it's... to be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even though there, even though there's gonna be more dipshits at those games, but whatever. 
yeah, take a good with bad. You'll, you'll always, you're always gonna have that when it deal when it deals with sports. Unfortunately, there's a lot of yeah, I got, <laughs> yeah, I got those. Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Philly. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the because uh, the Euro Cup is happening right now, and I'm getting a lot of my uh, friends that know nothing about soccer asking me, like, yeah, what country should I root for? You know, who should I want to win this game? And then I'm like, well, you know, you could like France because they're the previous World Cup holders, but also Portugal won the last Euro Cup, but also Belgium's team is looking really good this year. But also, you got the dark horses, Switzerland, you know, and this and that, whatever. And it's like, take a pick. Take your pick. It could be anybody's game. <laughs> Just don't root for the Croatians because, you know, Serbs and Croatians, they don't really get along. So, you know, <laughs> don't take my word for it. Wow. Uh, Even the Croatians yeah. have a better team than Serbia does, but. Sports. <laughs> wow. But yeah, the, uh, I mean, yeah, the. I so want I, I want Titanfall, but at the same rule, time. Yeah, I was going to say, soccer's got this new rule now where if the ball hits the referee, the, the referee actually blows the whistle to stop the game. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. it's kind of it's crazy. That's, uh, that's unnecessary. Yeah, it sure is. But... I mean, in, in football, the ref is just part of the field. Yeah, that's how it was with soccer all the time. It was just if the ball hits the referee, it was just like, well, you just got to deal with it because he's part of the field. But and now, like, I heard it was rumored, and then all of a sudden I'm watching games, and, like, the ball would hit the referee, and the referee would blow the whistle to stop the game and give it back to the team that had the ball. And it's like, okay. Wow. That's weird, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think they would just say, I try to get out of the way. <laughs> well, sometimes but... sometimes they can't. Anyway. <laughs> um, we need holographic yeah. refs. Yeah. Yeah, holographic refs, that would be. Or, like, uh robots like the just make it all drones God. <laughs> that would be I, I i wouldn't i wouldn't doubt that happening sometime soon i know some some uh coaches have been calling for that yeah. calling for more like kind of close video style drone technology for refereeing games and i think that would help all across the board like probably i'd probably work in nfl like you would see like more like you know, slight, like, you know, more false start calls, I would imagine. Yeah, um, there would be a false start call every five seconds. I know, exactly. Like, you know, a- everybody yeah. that falls to the ground in soccer and, like, wails their arms around like they got murdered, like, a lot of that would probably get called out, too, because it's like, like yeah, he didn't touch you, so take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, anyway. But, yeah. So, out of all these games, guys, what to, what are you looking most forward to? Oh jeez. <laughs> um, I, I mean, Halo aside, like that's. I mean, that's the one I think is is on my radar the most. I know, I will probably play a little bit of Forza, but I I want there's there's two games on this list that I I really want to see more of, and uh, Hellblade Two is something I want to see more of because I really feel like I feel like with a bigger budget they could do something really interesting maybe not open world but more this could be hopefully two could be their last of us style game right or their god of war probably more like god of war right where Mm -hmm. you tell this interesting story there's hub worlds that you go to but they're not necessarily open world uh 
I want to see more of that because that when they showed that trailer off and the fact that they said it was running on the engine's tech and, and granted it probably won't look that good on Xbox Series X, but like kills on two vibes. <laughs> yeah, but it, it it could, right? Theoretically. Oh yeah, it yeah, it could. I mean, when you look at some of the other tech demos that people have been bringing out like I mean, I I bring it up again before is a Horizon 5's you know, little mm-hmm. demo that they showed at E3 was just like yeah. You know, well, hey, check out check out this uh, city in Mexico yeah. and well, check out and these if, statues, and all of a sudden, bam, gameplay! Like, holy crap! Right. Yeah, and I mean, if they take if they take the direction that like a you know a big um play you know PlayStation or Sony uh you know team does and like really work on on polishing the game and making it you know making it look its best. Like I, mean, I, at, I think I think they could you know like could easily make it look good. I mean, you look look at what that what the twenty person team did on a ten million dollar budget for that first game, right? Look at that game. Yeah, yeah. Its visuals, like its visuals were were great. It wasn't the best looking game I ever saw, but the motion capture, especially in the expressions on the face on her face, yeah, were yeah were second to none. I feel like yeah, you right. give that game a Microsoft size budget and a hundred man team what they mm-hmm. could do yeah okay well and, th- and that's that's uh, on the flip side that's actually what has me a little bit worried because the direction that the first hellblade was in was kind of dealing with kind of like the dark side of mental illness and mm-hmm. her in senua's struggles with kind of coming to terms with I, I guess surviving with that yeah and um yeah. i guess you know, we, we talked about this on our show last week where we were talking about like well you know with yeah with this bigger budget and uh, from what I'm hearing, uh, Melina, who's the actress that plays Senua, uh, she's going through like severe, like extreme combat training. Mm-hmm. So it's the like entire, our team is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, is the game moving away from that kind of theme of uh, highlighting mental illness and well, the struggles of it? I don't to, like uh, it's just going to be a combat brawler. Well, the new know. theory, the new theory behind this game, because they said in the interview that it's not a direct sequel. Yeah, it's just like a different side of her psychosis which mm-hmm. is really interesting because they could do i mean tell telling this story not i mean not including the mental illness part of it at this part but they could do the assassin's creed thing without the stuff that people hate right in yeah. terms of like mm-hmm. oh well here's the future stuff or whatever but like mm-hmm. senua senua could be like what if she i mean dealing with the psychosis she just goes to these different worlds to deal with her psychosis that would that would be super interesting to to yeah. explore in terms of the mental illness part of the game where like oh well she's not herself she's not you know what i mean like the, she, yeah and like the, her her multiple the, the multiple sides of her kind of yeah. manifest in a yeah. real world way yeah because well in, in in the initial trailer we i saw i think it was at 2000 like last summer or something like that the first e3 trailer or it was oh no it was like their December game 2019 list. trailer yeah. yeah where it was like she 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 looked angry mm-hmm. she looked angry she was filled with blood rage and I think at some point I think her psychosis turned into kind of like a mad rage at least that's yeah. what I interpret it yeah, yeah. but and I, I didn't realize thing... how how late they are in development of this game after like hearing about it like this yeah. last couple yeah. weeks yeah. I was like wow yeah. I I thought we would be seeing this game sooner yeah which I. I think I think part of that is just because um, 
you know, like Unreal Five is is a is you know just came out for the most part this year for for everyone. Yeah. Um. I I think there is a there's probably a bunch of stuff that they have done like they did because like I've watched their docu their their um diary stuff and like they're they've been doing a lot of stuff on the back end that that takes a lot of time. And now I think it's more about just programming that stuff that they've captured and all that into, into the game. Like, and and then I think it's like a you know a little bit more speedy of a process from that point on, mm-hmm. um, yeah. because I'm sure there's a lot of like <clears throat> stuff they can reuse from the original game. You know, as far as like uh, coding stuff or like mm-hmm. you know like certain things that they can recycle. But but I meant so yeah. Yeah. plus like, yeah like oh go ahead oh i was just gonna say plus like with covid and everything i know that they couldn't really do the mo the mocap stuff yeah all the way that they wanted to right they just yeah uh had to wait it out i guess uh yeah but yeah the, the thing the thing with ninja theory like back on your your you know worry of them like moving away from that stuff like it they've pretty much made it obvious that like their life goal is to to continuously tackle the the idea of trying to put people in experiences where they can understand mental you know like the mental issues and right. and, and that's what that project mara and, yeah, yeah project mara is supposed yeah, to be there yeah yeah yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Speaking, I think of. that's I think that's supposed to be more of a realistic take on it, whereas yeah. Senua is really, you know, yeah, a fa- yeah, fantastic to look at it, <clears throat> trying to understand. Yeah, it. yeah, you're basically from what they made it sound like you're playing a person who is just very antisocial. You're locked in your apartment and you don't want to have anything to do with anyone, and you're just kind of going through your psychosis and losing your mind in this in this apartment and like it manipulating anybody yeah, <laughs> yeah manipulating the world around you and yeah everything takes place though in that apartment but like yeah. i i've watched some videos man of them like going into detail of like how they could like every like you could zoom into the floors in this this apartment building and like see dust like mm-hmm. dust bunnies and stuff floating around on the floor and like in the game like in the game like engine chunk thing that they're working on but it's just yeah. gonna be really interesting like yeah what they're doing like i wouldn't be surprised if this game comes out before hellblade 2 yeah i it's hard to say because yeah i mean it, there is a lot of stuff that they've kind of have working on and it is you know like when you're well, although the it depends on what the psychosis stuff is doing as far as the world, like how the world changes, but like the fact that you're kind of staying in one area, like mm-hmm. and not having to build a whole entire like massive outside world from that, you know, might might give them an advantage and and not being as long of a project. But yeah, yeah right. that's the thing we really we really haven't heard much about that. Like yeah, I'm sure we'll see more. I mean, I know they said they're going to show some more stuff this summer and into the fall. Plus, I think they're planning an EXO event at some yeah. point. Yep. Uh, EXO, but just yeah. to just to move along, because I know we want to get to your guys's. Uh, the other game I want to see is 
fable, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I mean, Indiana Jones is going to be my pick, but I feel like that's too early to talk about it. We can talk about that next year, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. the fact that Forza Horizon 5 looks this good has me way more excited about Fable than mm-hmm. it did, right? Like, I feel like Fable has the potential to be Xbox's Breath of the Wild plus, right? Like, yeah. you got this big open world. You can do whatever you want to do in the world. You can go wherever you want to go, right, in that aspect. But it's going to tell a uh, what I feel like might be a more cohesive story than Breath of the Wild. As great as Breath of the Wild is, and the memories and stuff are, are great story bits, like... Mm-hmm you can kind of do that in whatever order you kind of want to do it. And you don't even have to find all of them, right. To get the story yeah. of the game. Yeah. Uh, I feel like with the morality system and like, if they do things with the morality system that are similar to something that maybe Bioware did with mass effect or something that could change the entire game completely mm-hmm. at this point. And I just, I feel like you could I feel like if they did uh like shrines or whatever, like their versions of shrines or their versions of dungeons or whatever, with like some sort of morality and you could interact with the world differently. I don't know. I feel like Fable yeah, could like, be yeah, procedurally like generated. No, I don't even dungeons want that. can kind of like shape the landscape or something like that if you want to kind of like harness a power or like yeah, set it free or something like that, whatever. Yeah, that's that'd be kind of an interesting concept. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, like, what, what, like, what, think if, like, they m- messed around with the, the morality system, and if you became evil, like, you could, you could, like, see changes in, like, the weather of, like, more, like, more, you know, worse weather effects, or, you know, like, just like they, they could have, Sky's like, cool, cool little points. things like that, even that they could mess around with. Because yeah. we know that the weather tech and and that Forza mm. uh, thing is you know like just amazing. So well, because well, this this new fable is being made by Playground Games, right? The same people yeah. that are making yeah. Forza, yeah. So I yeah. mean, they My, they have all that unlock, like they can. I mean, yeah, they got well, all the tools necessary. Yeah, I uh, my my thing too is like if you play it as a as a good guy, right? Like. That could totally lock you out of some quests later on in the game, or if you play as a bad mm-hmm. guy, you could be totally locked out of certain quests. And then it would probably that reminds me of Infamous. Infamous yeah. was kind of like that, where like if you went the good side, it actually locked quite a few missions. Yeah, and uh, you know you could you could play around with that. You could play around with people being scared of you, wanting to help you, depending on what side you took. I don't know. It, it you could do so many different things with this. I I just I really hope that they nail this because like i mean moving from a a racing game right forza looks beautiful but there's no story to it right like Mm -hmm. i just hope they built a good team to tell a good story which by all accounts it seems like they have right they've hired the right people they've been staffing this project for three years right Mm -hmm. so i don't know i'm excited to see more fable i I hope it's good and uh yeah so yeah uh Oh yeah, go ahead, start. Oh, yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm actually. I was actually. Well, it was funny when I when I saw Forza Horizon Five. I was like a little disappointed because I was like, I'm more of a Forza Motorsport kind of guy, mm-hmm. because uh, that that was more my my game. Like, yeah, I, I'm more into the racing simulation games and uh, kind of like developing my cars, g- getting a little bit more in depth and actually taking it on racetracks. 
Um, you know, n- not to say I didn't like the Horizon series. Like, um, I think it, they were kind of slow getting off the ground in terms of making it accessible and kind of making it fun. I don't mm-hmm. think it became really good until Forza Horizon 3, where it just like, okay, now they got it. Now they got the formula. But um, yeah, motorsport was kind of more my thing, and I was disappointed to not see it show up at E3 this year and that they're still working on it. But I, I hear they're trying different things, changing up the gameplay a bit. Um, but uh, I guess time will tell. I guess hopefully they'll have some news and at least some gameplay footage of it later this year. Um, yeah. But I am uh, I, I am definitely interested in Indiana Jones because, I mean, being a big Indiana Jones fan growing up, and I'm curious to see where Machine Games is going to take it. Um. And and I, I think they have Machine Games has the potential to tell a really good story with it and a very kind of like funny story because, you know, mm-hmm. the Wolfenstein games were actually kind of like, you know, they had a lot of like kind of funny tongue in cheek moments, especially in New Colossus. You know, um, you got the guy that uh, trips on acid before every mission and you got <laughs> this uh, you got the 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 pregnant hormonal lady that just loves to like bathe herself in blood and like, you know, loves violence and killing, you know, and just in wild moments like that that i'm like okay i think they could really do good things with indiana jones maybe not to that level but yeah yeah uh, i'm excited to see more from that um and obsidian makes really good really good rpgs in the past and you know with pillars of eternity dungeon siege 3 was a really good one that i played from them alpha protocol by all all means was a was an rpg in some way Mm -hmm. so i'm really excited to see what they do with avowed I hope they have multiple branching story paths mm-hmm. um, where, like, the choices that you pick matter. So I'm imagining kind of like, yeah, kind of like Dragon Age a little bit where, like, you got in that classic setting, but, like, you have different choices and different paths to take um, yeah. with dialogue trees and stuff. I'm, I'd be really excited to see if that's kind of where they're going to go. But, uh, yeah, those are pretty much the ones that I'm I'm really looking forward to besides... Obviously, everybody knows Starfield. Everybody's excited yeah. for that one. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm for for me, like I, I guess, like I'm excited to know what we don't know yet. Like so, like so those those games that that we don't have a lot on are what are most intriguing to me. Like, what, like these 26 I can, games don't do enough for you, Jesse. Well, you need to no, know more. No, I mean, like, I mean, like some of the games that are on there that we don't know a lot about yet like you know like uh well a perfect dark you know i i'm really excited to find out what what that's gonna be like you know like yeah. what they're, what they're gonna do one. with that i'm really surprised it's gonna be first person i was i thought they were gonna go like third okay person. well ubisoft's not making a splinter cell yeah konami seems to be done with metal gear for the for the most part like this could have been their chance to be like, hey, we're bringing the stealth genre back, right? It's a big budget quadruple A. It's on Game Pass, right? So we're not worried about selling 6 billion copies. Like, mm-hmm. this could have been it in like a gadget based stealth action game. And I'm just like, oh man, first well, I person. I wouldn't be surprised because I think the Perfect Dark Zero had a blend of first and third person viewpoints. Like it, when you would get when you would get into cover mode, like mm-hmm. it, the the camera would pan out and show your character, kind of like how the old Rainbow Six games used to be, mm-hmm. uh, Rainbow yeah. Six Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. I was just surprised that they're doing the first person thing. Uh, yeah, especially with 
you got a, you got enough first person games in the Outer Worlds and Halo and uh you know Avowed yeah. and, and Starfield and all these well, other I, I'm assuming Redfall's probably gonna be first person. It's like probably yeah. I feel like you got enough first person. Like this could have been their chance to be like, we're changing it up. You know, people have fond memories of that first game. It's you yeah. know, twenty years old at this point. Uh Perfect Dark Zero didn't blow anybody out of the water. So here's our here's our chance to take this beloved IP that really only has one game entry and switching it up. And, and, yeah, isn't and, that weird? <laughs> yeah. I I mean, the thing is, though, that too, laptop we, gun is in there. The laptop yeah. gun, yeah. Well, there's, there, there's so many times, though, where where we've heard about games being created and in one viewpoint and then they they you know they end up changing it later down the line and you know like i mean who knows but like i think for me i don't care that it's in first person as long as they can nail down the story and give us a really good story something that we haven't had you know for perfect dark like you know since the first one i would argue but um and like even that one like honestly was pretty bare bones in my yeah. opinion but like because i would just like to see joanna dark be something bigger than what she is right now like i i would i want that to be a character that microsoft is is proud to say we we own and she's like an icon of you know of of the franchise or of the of the company. And I stuff, mean, you could you, know? you could she could like easily be like if they do this correctly, she could easily be up there with Master Chief, right? Because yeah, like, could, yeah. I mean, right yeah. now they're kind of promoting like Senua and and Kate from Gears Five, right, or Gears Four and Five, right, as like, you know, here's the main protagonist for these franchises, and as big as those games are, like, Kate Diaz is not a household name, right? No, Joanna really, Dark yeah. has one good game attached to her and more people know who joanna dark is than, than kate diaz right like yeah I, she yeah. could like if you just if you nail this and give us a good campaign with i mean i don't know if this game's gonna have multiplayer or not i don't know if they want competing multiplayer games right like with with halo and, and gears and stuff mm-hmm. but like she could be up there with master chief I feel like easily. Yeah, easily. Be there, Laura yeah. Croft. Like, you know, like I'd put her up there with Laura Croft as far as like a, a character, you know, an iconic character that is female and and has kind of always been like, you know, like she just does her thing and like, yeah, it's uh, so yeah, like so. That you know, like that's something that I'm obviously I'm just really excited to hear more about and stuff. But like, and then like, like you guys, like it's the, you know, the fable, like fable. I'm really, I'm really, really excited to just see what that becomes. Yeah. Um, and and then the other one is like for me, Outer Worlds too. Like I. I haven't finished the first one yet. I really, I really want to one of these days, like, you know, sit down and actually like focus on that game. Um, but I, I've played a bunch of it. It's just, I, I have too much fun just goofing around in that world and I don't ever get anything accomplished. 
but I mean, I'm, it, it, I'm, it's I, fun. It's it yeah. definitely gets crazy. Like the more the closer to the end you get, so yeah, it's yeah. De- it's definitely unique in a way. Yeah, and the story, like how you, you know, like you pick whether you choose people's sides, and like I'm, I'm just all for uh, them making another one of those, and it, you know, because like I'll be honest, like that that game ended up being my fallout like i've i've bought oh, yeah. I've, I've bought and i've played every single fallout but i just never really it, they never really truly knocked it out of the park for me it's so a game i, I want to like yeah and I just exactly never got. exactly but well, yeah because lot... that game came out at the same time fallout 76 came right it was i think it was yeah. in the same release year so it was yeah. like here's the fallout that you guys deserve yeah. Not 76, which yeah, it was, was unfortunately cool. a travesty as it when it came out. But um, yeah, so I that know was a lot of people, people like it now, but but well, yeah, yeah I, but that goes back to that same argument that we had a while ago. Like how long, how much damage does it take for you to fix a game yeah. and then like say, OK, it's great. It's perfect now. Buy yeah. it now. It's like the damage has already been done. Yeah. We don't know if it's going to be enough to kind of get people back into your game and, and even get new people in but yeah that's a whole yeah, other topic I, yeah and i and it's gonna it's just gonna be really interesting though with with microsoft owning both of those companies and them essentially still making like a fallout game when there is when they actually own fallout you know like well i think it's in their best interest i mean yeah admittedly yeah. the more the more of these big experiences that you can have on one yeah. system the better yeah yeah, and I, I well, think and Microsoft is probably the type of publisher that's just like, here, go for it, make the and, game that you want. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I think it would work for them to be the, you know, the fall like Outer Worlds be the Fallout Light, where it it does some of the same things. You're obviously <laughs> getting a completely different story, but you know, I, those, those are more for the people like me who don't want to be able to literally pick up every piece of trash in in mm-hmm. the world like i do not need to pick up cigarette packs and you know spoons and plates yeah, and well and i think cups and, like i, I think, don't need that i think but the outer worlds and avowed i think the outer worlds and avowed are going to be designed to be the supplemental versions of those games where like yeah okay, well, we're not going to get another Fallout for probably like 10 years, right? But yeah. we're going to get three Outer Worlds games in that in that time, right? Or, mm-hmm. okay, uh-huh. Outer Scrolls Outer Scrolls 6 isn't coming out for probably three or four years at this point now. Like, yeah. we're going to get Avowed and Pillars of Eternity and whatever in Exile's fantasy RPG is, right? Like, they, they've, yeah. got, they've got the lineup to fill those voids, right? And yeah. Phil Spencer's talked about this, where, like, every game they put out is not going to be a triple a quadruple a game it's going to be a double a experience i mean look at psychonauts it's i mean it it looks looks great it looks amazing but that's not a triple a game right it's double fine it's going to be like a double a maybe 20 hour platforming experience maybe if you want to get everything uh don't get me wrong i love me some psychonauts i love that first game to death but yeah that's it's not going to be on the same level as like a mario odyssey or a starfield or something of that nature you know well, I'd, I mean, I'd, put, okay. I'd put that. I'd put that on the. I'd put that on the level of like a Ratchet and Clank, or uh, you know, like those those kind of like three D, uh, you know, platformer yeah. kind of it's world. A, like, I think it could be a very, 
it's know, a portfolio like, filler that has the potential yeah. to be great, right? Like that's yeah. that's how I feel it. Iconic, that's how I see yeah. it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think sometimes we put too much stock in AAA titles for them to mm-hmm. be like the big system sellers. But there's a lot of other great smaller experiences that mm-hmm. you know are I think are even more enjoyable than some of the big AAA titles that these developers push. Yeah, I mean, there's probably That's... people out there that will enjoy Psychonauts 2 a hell of a lot more than Halo yeah. Infinite, you know, well, or Starfield when it comes out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're you're you know, like life is strange, and you're you know, like all those like those kind of games that aren't like massive massive games mm-hmm. but they're still very very impactful you know like on what they're doing and the story and and that's all that really matters a lot of the times for certain things you know like mm-hmm. if it's telling a good story and and the the gameplay is you know works well it doesn't even have to be perfect if it, it just works well Mm-hmm. That's all that people like really honestly care about. And don't like, release a broken game on day one. Yeah. Yeah. Fix I mean, it. Yeah. Like it, that, as long as Microsoft can stay away from, yeah, like having a, having a, um, something, you know, like really bad come out when it shouldn't, which they did, you, they decided not to do with Halo. And could they you made imagine a good if choice. Halo came out last year? Could you yeah. imagine if Halo that would have killed the franchise? <sighs> yeah, I think that would have killed it. it. Yeah, I would have spent the whole year, year and a half fixing it, and the damage would have been done and irreversible. Like I it would feel like it, I feel like it would almost kill the Xbox brand at that point. I, like, yeah, that hurt too. Yeah, it would have killed. It would have killed all the goodwill that people have for the brand. It would have killed all of everything they've been building with Game Pass and, you know, yeah, everything else that they're doing, like. It, it would have just crushed it. Like yeah. I hate to say that, but yeah. a lot You're rides. Right. Well, a I mean, lot. Halo is one of the only franchises you look at and say, "This entry needs to be perfect, or that franchise will die." Like it's it's I can't I can't even name another franchise right now where if you if you if Halo is even less than perfect, mm-hmm. like even if it's like an eight and a half or a nine, right? Like that franchise is not. I don't know. I, I've just well, yeah. Because like imagine, imagine if a Mar- if they made a kind of like a first party like Super Mario game, like a, a big huge adventure game. Like imagine if Super Mario Odyssey came out to be a broken mess of a game. You know that would have killed that would have killed Nintendo for sure. Because when you think Nintendo, you think Mario. When you think Xbox, you think Master Chief. Yeah, but Nintendo has a lot of supplement supplementary titles like Zelda and and Animal Crossing and that's it. and Mario Kart and you know like. Yeah. I still feel like Xbox isn't on that level where people look at their supplementary franchises and say this can hold the hold the box up. Like I still think Gears is is Xbox's best franchise personally, especially uh, yeah. in the last uh, last 10 years, right? Especially mm-hmm. in the last 10 years. But I I I don't feel like it's on the same level as Halo if, in a lot of people's eyes and it's just you can only do so much with with Gears and, For- and Forza, right? Like, you can only do so much. Halo yeah. is the franchise that built Xbox. So well, Halo I... needs to be perfect for Xbox. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and Absolutely. I think that I think that's the thing is, like, really, I think, honestly, that that's what's going to be crucial about these next couple of years for Microsoft. 
is I do think that a lot of those games, their games and stuff, do have the potential to get to that point of of them I, being in there. It's just, it's just they, you know, like they're, you know, like say what you will, like you know, I I liked a lot of the aspects of Halo Five. The story was not there. I played and, through that story and, three times. I still don't know what happened. Yeah, and I my, actually like the story. I mean, the, the the mystique behind it, I guess, and the uh, all the yeah. different characters. I don't know. See, I I liked I liked the whole idea, the whole concept of the story. I liked the idea of of her being corrupt and and it, you know, like throwing things into, you know, into kind of a, a mess. Like I no really, really love the idea. That. Yeah. Yeah. But see, that's just, the thing is, I wish they would have made a fully recognized realized story of that and actually finished it all in that game like i feel like i feel like halo 5 should have been the master chief story and the cortana story and then the stuff with Locke should have been an odst style you know standalone Mm -hmm. dlc or you know that's that's kind of how i feel yeah like i don't mind a lot of stuff going on i don't mind that you play as other characters in halo right like i Mm -hmm. actually think reach and odst are you know i not so much reach because i didn't really finish it i played i played in the multiplayer though i really like the multiplayer for the most part i like the jetpacks uh but like Halo is such a big universe. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you explore these other characters and these other side stories and, and whatever? Yeah. But like, I still feel like the numbered entries should be about Chief and Cortana. Like that's how I will always feel. If you want to do a spinoff Halo game, fine. Just don't put a number on it, you know. And I think yeah. that was. I don't know. I know that game had a lot of development problems, and they were changing leadership roles and everything. And that at, during that time, and they had to get it out. And they kind of hit the reset button on Xbox during the development, and they just had to get it out, whatever. Uh, but I still feel like Halo Five needed to focus more on Chief and Cortana, and it just they just did not do that. Yeah. Which I yeah. think I for, I think they're gonna do that. I think they're gonna make up for it in Infinite. I. Yeah. I went from yeah, being yeah, really I, I think so too. Yeah. I went from being really worried about Infinite to being really excited and pumped to play it. Yeah. Same here. Like uh, like you, I've been I've been jumping into Halo Five multiplayer, just playing that because I just absolutely love that Fiesta feels Battle Royale mode. It's so fun, yeah. but so like fun, yeah. So it's it just I'm so excited for Halo. I'm I'm in the you know like I'm definitely in that same same situation where just that little bit of story that they gave us where he's where master chief is talking to the ai and how they like going to go figure out and find you know cortana or whatever like i was just like yes i i this is what i wanted more of in five i wanted more of the the story of cortana because i do love that the idea like i said of just like you know, like a uh, corrupted, like almost like, you mm-hmm. know, like, like the like Terminator kind of thing where the, you know, like you've got this, this corruption and then like uh, someone say it sent to try to fix this issue. And yeah, yeah. like I, well, I, I think, I think the thing too is like the chief Cortana story is so 
interesting. It's like one of the it's it's pretty much the one of the only first person games that has a story that people really care about, you know? Yeah. To an extent, like I mean, yeah, people care about Destiny's story, but it take like only the hardcore people are going to go find that story because it's not really in the game all that much, right? You got to read I, about it. I feel like I just I just watched my name is Bife. His lore videos are great if you're interested yeah. in the story at all. Uh but I feel like the Halo campaign is the one campaign that needs to tell the story correctly. Um, and I know, I know this is like a big meme where chief and Cortana are like, they love each other. Like they're going to go off and, you know, cyber fuck each other. I don't know what they're doing, but like, I feel like, well, apparently like... this one master chief has moved on. He's he's already inserted some other, uh, <clears throat> you know, in his, but, uh, <clears throat> I think, I think their love for each other is not like, you know, that kind of love. I think it's like a chief loves Cortana because Cortana was always there for him. And Cortana loves chief because chief's always there for him. And it's like a really deep bonding friendship style of love. And I feel like that's what everybody hangs on to. And we didn't really get a lot of that in five. And I feel like that's what disappointed a lot of people. Um, so I'm interested to see what this new AI, if this new AI can track Cortana down and maybe they. Uh, my theory is, is that Cortana's brain or whatever the, the you know, digital brain of Cortana is going to be inserted into this new uh, younger AI and kind of reincarnate herself into this AI is my theory. Uh yeah, Cortana, just... Cortana is not able to die. I think that's kind of how they're going to weave the story in because, mm -hmm. you know, that's the complicated thing about writing, uh, writing AI is or in, in video games or even in writing in general. It's just like AI is very self-aware. So like an AI is not going to willingly delete itself. It's like yeah. a human yeah. willingly delete itself. Like yeah. if that AI is self-aware, they're not going to fully go along with it. Like they're going to fight mm -hmm. back and they're going to kind of, take any means necessary to ensure their survival so yeah. i think that's how that's where they're going to take her story to say like she's fighting for herself of you know survival so halo or master chief is going to find out like you know <laughs> hey the hell josh yeah. hill yeah <laughs> john halo is <laughs> halo <laughs> our cortana cortana gets put into a robot body and she is Joanna Dark. Halo. Side side tangent on Halo. Did you see that the sh the showrunners have left the first season of the show, the Showtime show? Yeah, what the heck is halfway that about? Th halfway through production. What the hell happened? I didn't even I didn't read it, but yeah, I don't know what happened. They just they left the show, and uh, apparently filming is done for the show. Okay, but like they're just editing it and making sure all the effects are in it and everything now but like hmm. man this the show yeah i don't what is it with halo what is it with halo and just having such bad like just has such a bad time when it comes to the like the video format of, of a halo i really like, i like forward unto dawn i mean the effects were kind of bad but like i really liked it i thought it was neat yeah I, that's that's that that like the one that was like the ODST kind of style like no that was I think theme? that was night I think that was Nightfall 
uh, or, okay. Nightfall was ODST. I think uh, Forward Until Dawn was that, that was based on Reach, right? Wasn't it kind of? No, it was based. It was a prequel to Halo Four, and it told okay. the story of that kid, the kid that ended up being the commander in Halo Four and Five. Oh, okay. Uh, and how he we wanted to see it in a while. Yeah. He wanted to enter the Spartan program, but he he has like brittle bone syndrome or something where he like there's something wrong with him to where he couldn't enter the Spartan program because his body wasn't able to take on the the testing. Yeah, it would have just uh, shattered so, his body yeah. if he wanted to. Couldn't suit. turn to to a nine foot nine foot uh, behemoth. Yeah, so <laughs> like he just, you know, became a commander or whatever. But yeah, can, and, and... can I say how jarring some of those scenes were in Halo Five, where like you're seeing like Nathan Fillion like tower over this like normal human looking person, like damn, like that was just yeah. that was just jarring for me how they like kind of like wrote those cutscenes. Yeah, in... those cutscenes were good looking cutscenes. Yes, so. yes, they were. Yes, they were. <laughs> so, yeah, man, what are we talking about now? Out of the list, what were we most excited for? Right. Because, okay. uh, yeah, when, yeah. When, when you stepped out, I talk about my excitement for Indiana Jones and uh, machine games really taking some fun with the script. But uh, I want motors. I want Forza Forza Motorsport uh, more than Horizon Five. But I'll take Horizon Five. Mm-hmm. But I want my motorsport. Yeah. I'm excited for Indiana Jones. I I yeah. hope I hope they have some fun with it. I hope I. I think Machine be... Games is like the perfect developer for it. Yeah, what they did with Wolfenstein series. They did a really good job. And yeah. I think, think they. I think they're. Person? You think no, it's gonna be first? No, no, no. no. God, no. it better not be. It no. better not be. That is no way to that's no way to do my man's like that. Don't do yeah. Indiana Jones in first person. You think yeah, you got to be able to get your hat knocked off and have to pick it back. I know up because that day. that's part of the iconic look. Like, <laughs> how are you going to see like his hat in first person? Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, yeah you got to you, you just gotta, look in one of those mirrors like in Cyberpunk so you can actually yeah. see your character that you design. Yeah, right. Oh, you want to run around with your, you know, wang hanging out? Like it's not like you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my whip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who? How bad is this Harrison Ford sounding like going to sound? I don't know. Hmm. Oh, grumpy. Grr. Maybe they'll Heart just get drunk. I hate Maybe snakes, Jacques. <laughs> well, it depends because I hear this is going to be kind of like an origin story. Hmm. At least the, the the direction that they're going to go to. So I'm Good. assuming kind of... it's an origin story for Indiana Jones. Yeah. So I think uh, I'm hoping for some like 20 year old, like, you know, kind of, you know, yeah. young, y- young Han Solo. That's what I'm imagining. So we already got the origin story. It's the first 15 minutes of the last crusade. River, but River Phoenix is dead. He's not here. It's fine. No matter how much we want him to be here to do Indiana Jones right. But yeah. there's well, there's the thing is, is there's so many there's so many stories and so many adventures that he had went on that weren't that weren't touched in the movies but we know that you know that exist in the world yeah. in the does. universe actually, that's the when, thing when i was a kid uh i mean there was a whole tv series on the young indiana jones chronicles yeah, indiana jones. yeah i read, I I read a bunch of those books like so there's there's a ton of content that they could throw yeah. in there yeah they better they better put that on disney plus when uh indiana jones 5 comes out next year to yeah. see young indiana jones chronicles yeah Although I think those movies are still on Netflix, so. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I, Disney yeah. cared about Indiana Jones as much as they care about Marvel and Star Wars. 
Yeah. God, well, it doesn't sound like Disney cares about Star Wars much anymore. But uh, yeah, are you I'm kidding? Just, they, I, they're making like 15 shows. Yeah, I know, but that's but I, I guess I'm thinking like mainline movies. Uh, well, I'm well, I, probably going to be yeah. abandoning that for a while. <laughs> well, yeah. well, well, I would. What they yeah. need to do is they need to abandon. Yeah, they just need to. They just Box need one. to. They need to <laughs> wipe their hands of the old you Jesse, know, characters. Jesse, the Bucks well, won. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I right. literally I have you guys here on the years, side of my so. screen, and then I have the Bucks score right here. No, I'm sorry. The Cavs haven't been good in five years, so it's fine. Yeah. You had your shot. I did. We, we had our shot, and we capitalized on it. Yeah, so good for you yeah i know <laughs> and then we suck again but it's okay the browns are good now so it's fine yeah you guys got that going for you yeah no you know what we had one good season we're gonna suck this year and then they're gonna blow up the team and we're gonna start over yeah you know what you should do yeah. you should like do like kind of like what uh what the european soccer leagues do is like get some rich oil tycoon to buy part of your team and then just like yeah, a rich oil tycoon does own the Browns. The the okay, you need another one. <laughs> they, they own like uh, a trucking company or tr- truck stops and oil, like a a line of Is it gas the flying station J? or something. That's the flying yeah. J. Is that who yeah. owns your team? Yeah. <laughs> See that 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 would be beneficial if all of a sudden the Packers got picked up by uh, Quick Trip. All of a sudden, the guy that owns Quick Trip or something like that comes in. Uh, for those that don't know, Quick Trip is our little convenience yeah. gas station store here. Yeah, yeah mostly. Like yeah. Wawa or or Sheets. Sounds I, like. I guess, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a 7-Eleven, but better. <laughs> yeah, but better. Better food. <laughs> yeah, their food is like is top of the line. It's yep. as good as you can get in a gas station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in the Ohio, Pennsylvania area, there's a place called sheets where you can, it's like, it's like gourmet food at a gas station. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yep. Mm. yep. Same. Yeah. yeah same quick trip. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, Xbox is to go back to Xbox, I guess, but um, yeah, I mean, they're, <laughs> I, I think over the next couple of years, I think they're going to kill it and exclusive. And I think PlayStation is going to be kind of lacking behind because I mean, depending on what they what they show in their showcase, I, th- I think it should be coming out in July. Yeah. I mean, they got to come I, out guns blazing, like to really improve us, in, impress us, because what Microsoft showed us is pretty damn impressive, and Sony's got to like come up with something hugely substantial. Like, I mean, the thing is, is like all their like their big hitting games are coming to PlayStation Four also. Like that's right the, now. Yeah. Like they're yes. Yeah. So they're... both of them are taking the opposite direction of what they originally said, right? It was like Xbox said that they were going to support the Xbox one for like a year and a half after, which to be fair, they, they, they've done that. They're going to do that by the time Halo comes out and, you know, a couple other games probably after that. Uh, but, but they're doing, they're in, they're in a, they're in a position now where they can do it in a unique way. Cause now, I know with that, with, with the you being game. able to play the, yeah, play X yeah, series X games is, on your Xbox which one, is, which is a really smart way <laughs> you know, to get like, around that. Right. Like I really yeah. feel like that's a smart way to ease people into next gen, get people the games that they want to play without having to invest. Right. Like I, I mm-hmm. again, with game pass, and the smart TV app or the app on your phone or the, you know, the game pass app on your previous gen console, 
I, I don't have anything bad to say about it. I just don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have any critical. And I, I don't know. As somebody who's been really critical of Xbox in the past, I just don't have that. I, any, I just don't. Yeah. And I think I feel like yeah. I feel like, yeah, PlayStation has decent exclusives. Right. But like. They don't have a way to compete with Game Pass or the cloud, right? Like PlayStation PlayStation now still streams old games at 720p, right? Like nobody wants that. I'm yeah. sorry. I tried to play God of War Ascension through PlayStation now. It's not uh, good. No, it's not. Well, it's you not know, and good. then and then like, you know, like say what you will, but the what what Microsoft is doing with taking old games, making you be able to play them hundred times better than what they ever looked like when they first came out and like doing all that work like like and i and i've thought this for a long time now but like it's all these things that that playstation has has looked at microsoft doing and been like ah you know just you know who cares who cares who cares little things it's a lot of little things that build up and build up and build up and build up and all of a sudden you have this suite of features that like yeah maybe your audience won't use them all but some of them will use some of them right and And this other section will use some of them you know like i think backwards compatibility stuff is like yeah now that i can play them like i looked at this infographic the other day of Ubisoft, you can play the full series of games on Xbox Series X, right? Assassin's Creed, you can play the entire series from start to finish on your Series X. Yep. You can play every single Splinter Cell game from start to finish on your Series X. You can play, uh, what was the other one? The Rayman games from start to finish. Prince of Persia from start to finish. Like, uh, South Park. Like, all these games are, the entire series of these Ubisoft games are on, Far Cry was another one. The and entire how, series from Spark- and a uh, lot of them Spark- have performance boosts too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, they'll, they'll put up like sixty frames a second. Well, you know, four uh, K upgrades and stuff to them. Like, not even like just. I think mostly just performance boosts. So like, you're getting the full experience. You know, on your yeah. modern TV. Well, yeah. in in into the people who have said, you know, like that. Oh, like who cares? All you're doing is getting old games. Okay, how many how many people were like trying so desperately to get the S you know SNES minis and the the NES minis and mm-hmm. like you can't tell me that old games don't have a place in the market still today. Like they're yeah. like game preservation has been something people have been worried about not being handled properly for a long time and yeah. microsoft in my opinion is saying hey we want to actually help yeah. you know preserve these games i mean you look well, we can the, do it the average we video can make gamer it age the average video gamer age is 35 right now yeah. like i think from when i've read that in like 2019 or something like that it's 35 so we're talking like almost like 20 decades video game experience that these people that we have so and we get nostalgic for those things you know like yeah. and like i want to play far cry 3 well great i have a system that i can play it on mm-hmm. you know instead of having to dig out my 360 or whatever you know for it um yeah. you can play all the mass effect games you know the original ones if you don't buy the legendary edition you can do all that on uh on the xbox series x as well and yeah you can 
you know, we were, if you get nostalgic, you can fire that up again. We were talking about this on Nintendo Power Block a couple weeks ago, where like Switch has Switch has such a dedicated audience of old and new gamers on it, and no they, virtual console. They yeah, <laughs> like we we actually talked about that. Like, does Switch need a virtual console? I said yes. Yeah. Uh, and they've proved they can do GameCube, Wii, and N64 emulation with Mario with the Mario 3D All Star Collection, which I think was their personally. I think that was their test run of emulating these games. But like, they're the ones that have the richest history of back catalog, and they there is no way to play anything on the Switch except for NES and Super NES games, and you can't even buy them to keep. Right. Like if you don't subscribe to their service, you can't keep them, which granted, we're talking about Xbox and their game and Game Pass and how great it is. Right. But like Nintendo has the opportunity to do the exact same thing with their entire back catalog of of games and they aren't doing it. And And I think the best place to play a lot of old school classic games is the Wii U. Yeah, that's we were talking about that the other day too. Is like Wii U has the best virtual console. It has it has all the consoles up there. N sixty four. It has Game Boy Advance. It has DS games on Mm -hmm. there. Yeah, Uh, Game Boy Advance DS. It's got a couple of Nintendo sixty four games. I think it's literally the the system to have if you want to play the most, if not all, the Legend of Zelda games. Yeah, it's the only game you can play them all currently, except for the three DS iterations. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it's just. It's really frustrating because, like, granted, I'm really nostalgic for a lot of Xbox titles, but Xbox mm-hmm. does not have the back catalog that Nintendo and Sony really do, True. right? Yeah. And they're the ones that are doing it the best. Yeah. They're doing which it is the opposite, best. Which is opposite. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I think, I think the Master Chief collection now is, like, if you're going to release classic games or, like, a collection of games... The way that Master Chief Collection, yeah, yeah, the Master Chief Collection is a new standard. Give me a hub, right? We were talking about this a couple weeks ago for like a Gears of War Marcus Phoenix collection or whatever. We're like, give me a hub, right? You can play all the multiplayer maps, right? You can play six versions of Gridlock. Nobody really (laughs) cares. Uh, (laughs) I like Gridlock. I know, I do too. (laughs) I think everybody does. That's why it's in every game. Yeah. Uh, but like give me a hub give me a list of the campaigns let me play through the campaigns give me the multiplayer maybe you adjust the multiplayer to run more like gears four and five instead of like gears one two and three like maybe give it a fresh upgrade or whatever like just let me play all these games in one spot right Mm -hmm. these classic games that we love like i love gears i don't want to play the three i don't want to have to close out Open a 360 version of the game, play it at 30 frames. I still think a I still think a Marcus Phoenix collection is coming, right? I think yeah. I think it's going to include one, two, three in Judgment. I I still think that is coming probably sometime next year. But like, especially since I imagine we're going to be waiting a while for Gears Six. Yeah, because yeah. I think they said they, their new they, IP they, is coming first. Yeah, because they they've literally made no mention of it at all, and they like teasing. You know, mm-hmm. upcoming games, but yeah, they've literally made no mention at all this summer. Yeah. So. Well, we usually only go what three or f- I think I think the time between Gears four and five was the longest we've gone, and it was three and a half or three and a half or four years. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I just 
I think the Coalition is Microsoft's best studio right now, by the way, just to yeah. be clear. I think Gears 5 is like yeah. the the premier Xbox game right now. So if you haven't played Gears 5, you should play it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, what they did to change the formula and still make it a Gears game, mm-hmm. you know, was just amazing. I thought yeah. they, and what, I thought they opened. What do they call those? Was... Like those trip skis or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I think I think the open world concept, like the open hub areas was an interesting concept. Yeah. I think they could do more with that if they took a little bit more time. Also, well, that's where I think Halo's going to go. Yeah. Because <laughs> we t- I, yeah. I talked about this, like, what's the direction? Well, we talked about this on one of the E3 episodes where um, we, that's where I think it's going to go is that it's going to be a big open hub world area, but you're going to go there to knock out this station. You're going to go there to knock out those guns, mm-hmm. or you're going to go there to shut down the computer system or go explore in that cave down mm-hmm. there to see what's happening. Yeah. You know, that's where I think it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you could like see a world where there's, there's a war going on. Yeah. I and, think, and I you're th- just kind of hopping in, you know, similar to like what you see in like a Marvel movie when you have like, there's stuff going on and then, you know, the superhero comes and, and joins the fight and yeah, kind right. of, you know, like level brings things back under the control and then moves off to another, yeah. you know, battle or whatever. Yeah, I I agree with you, Stoy, though. Like, I think like there's going to be it, it's going to be a linear story, but the main beats are going to be linear. And then the stuff you do in between the main beats are going to be like. Yeah, you're gonna get story elements out of those, but they can kind of happen how in, in whatever order you're still gonna to get to the same point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and a lot of it may even be optional content. Like, oh, this is an optional cave to explore to get to get things, or even just to maybe expand the story a little bit and mm-hmm. maybe introduce some new characters. But you know, definitely not imperative for mm-hmm. you know for you to complete your main mission. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just excited. I can't. Man, <laughs> like man, sky's the limit for Xbox, dude. Like I said, yeah. I think over the next, I think, you know, it, like uh, they're gonna Xbox is gonna pull down their pants and say, "Look at this." And that's <laughs> it. And <laughs> well, that, that'll that'll end the console wars. <laughs> that's you what know, you call um, big dick energy. Yes, exactly. Well, and and you know, like the this is just the beginning which is which is the exciting part i mean there's still so many you know like i don't think these are going to be the the only new ips that we see for you know for the next couple of years i think you know we can see getting new ips from different like different companies that or developers and stuff that they own like kind of taking you know, like they 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 have this idea of being on like a like every three months that you get a big title, you know, from you know from them. But like I, mean, I with, think with thirty studios, you should be able to do that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And I th- I think this is just the beginning. This is the beginning of the year where the beginning part of yeah. you know twenty twenty one where like we're gonna start seeing like we're gonna see about like six new IPs or six new games. You know, for the rest of the year, and then I think that pattern is just going to keep going for mm-hmm. for the length of the Series X and beyond. Yeah, mm-hmm. which yeah. which is why you know, like we were talking about earlier, that it that sometimes it's just as important to have your double A or your you know your smaller games to to uh-huh. get to get a chance to maybe experience something or play around with something that you have an idea of 
that you can bring into your triple a game you know later right, yeah you yeah. know like that that's that's kind of always been the the secret behind developing is these smaller games are a lot of the times just a test bed for for the an idea that they want to do in their bigger games mm-hmm. so so you know like like uh sun, sunset overdrive you know was like a lot of that stuff went into spider-man you know like that like oh, that yeah, was kind sure. of a test bed so it's like well even like a, a link between worlds was a test bed for breath of the wild yeah mm-hmm. you know it was that was a small 3ds title a great game on its own <coughs> but definitely a test bed for what they put into uh breath of the wild ultimately in the end mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's yeah. Yeah, it's just it's definitely an exciting time to to be uh, an owner of Xbox and like you know like it's just it's just good it's exciting to be you know what I'm gonna call Phil Spencer right now and I'm gonna ask him where my money is I mean just come on <laughs> it's just he's, exciting he's got to pick up this time I've left him like just, ten voicemails last just week just Skype him in yeah, that's right where am I yeah. This is Microsoft-owned app. What the heck? Yeah, yeah. Isn't there? A, <laughs> Sorry, isn't we're not. There a... We're not using Teams. He's not. He's not coming in. Oh, come a, on. Isn't, isn't there a, a Phil Spencer button? Yeah, that's what I was just gonna Immediate say. On it's just, it's just this big button down there where it's like your microphone, your camera, the end call button, and it's just a button with Phil's face on it. <laughs> just yeah. Click on it. It's disguised as Clippy, but it's really Phil Spencer. God. <laughs> oh, Clippy! Don't make fun of Clippy. I'm not. I'm just saying that. Don't say, don't say don't say anything bad about Clippy, okay? Clippy will find you. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised we never got like a Clippy game. Like, a, like, what if Clippy was their Mario? That was, I think that was a missed opportunity. Yeah, he's the first DLC character of Killer Instinct Two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he can bend oh. into anything. God. Yeah, the uh, I'm just I'm just you know excited to to uh, hopefully see competition you know between uh, between the consoles of like you know them pushing each other to to come up with better ideas you know like that's something that well it's good for the industry overall yeah, I mean yeah, you know exactly. uh, the competition exactly. you know with Xbox 360's dominance over PlayStation 3 in the early parts of the console cycle like that put that kind of drive push sony to be what it is now i mean yeah yeah. you know if they had just kind of rested on their laurels and just kind of coasted on by playstation 4 wouldn't have been the big hit it is now playstation 5 obviously horizon zero dawn yeah would we we have have had had ghost of tsushima or any of these other like you know ip these big ips you know god of war i don't think would have been what it is now yeah i don't think they would have taken those liberties but yeah, I mean, this is only good for the industry. It's, it's, mm-hmm. You know, like what happened with the Xbox One and that life cycle, like it was both a good and bad thing. We got some good things out of it because Microsoft kind of pushed to be where they are now. But also mm-hmm. it had its bad parts about it where they had to make three different versions of the Xbox just to get it to work right. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, I think I think we we ended on that the now that we've ran like almost three hours it's oh, <laughs> really been that long i don't think so i think it's been about like two hours or something but well yeah i mean a... we did talk for like a half hour at the beginning yeah. so yeah. yeah 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 okay so yeah like two and two fifteen but all right 
So yeah, let's let's throw up the X one last time. Rearrange the whole game from the underground. Yeah. And uh, before we head out, uh, Stoy, would you would you like to uh, plug any anything that you want the people to know about? Yeah, my uh, my OG crew, uh, the EXP cast. We're we're a video game podcast. Uh, we've been around for we've been around for a long time, and uh, yeah, we talk about video games as well. Uh, we post two episodes a week, so because we noticed our episodes are running really long, like our episodes are running for like two forty-five, three hours long, and <laughs> so we we decided to split them in two, so you get two episodes per week from us, and uh, they release Mondays and Thursdays on whatever platform uh, you listen to podcasts, and we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at expcast. Um, and we're also on the Boss Rush Games Discord. We get a lot of activity through there because uh, Josh is building a shelf, so we're we got a lot of like video game collectors in our group. So yeah, if you if you collect video games, it's a good place to go to talk to like-minded people. But um, nice. I kind of feel the timing of Nia being on this show was bad because we just released a contest um, on our uh, social medias where we had like we all all of us on the show designed our own Xbox controller. Yeah, and we would have people vote on which ones was better, and the winner uh, from all the people that voted would get the one that got the most votes. Yeah. So um, it was like too bad that uh, the contest literally ended today, but uh, yeah. So you'll miss you'll miss it, but I think we're gonna run stuff like that a little bit more often in the future. So, but yeah, actually we're gonna I just uh, we're we're gonna take a month off because I have a lot of weekend plans. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm the showrunner, so. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's just, it would just be a hassle to just reschedule everything. So usually we take like at least like three weeks off in the year just to kind of like, you know, grease the wheels again and just kind of uh, refocus a bit. So yeah, um, we got one more episode coming this month and then that'll be it till August. Yeah, it's that it's, we do enough sitting around and not getting to do anything during winter sometimes that it's like mm-hmm. once summer, summer comes around, it's like, yeah, you feel me. Yeah, so you feel me on that. Yeah, and Corey, Corey, I'm but, sure uh, too. Thank you for having me. Uh, I hope to be a uh, routine person on this show. So yeah, we we hope we, so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was definitely a lot of fun today. So mm. yeah. All right, Corey. Yeah, is there anything that uh, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me. I am Corey HG on Twitter. You can find me hosting Tower Casuals and the Boss Rush podcast. Uh, I'm also. Uh, on Nintendo Power Block, so you can find me there as well. All right. And uh, I'm your host, Jesse Douglas. You can find me everywhere as Phantom NXS. And now we will we'll throw the X one more time. <laughs> wasn't NXS, wasn't that the original uh, title of the Switch before yeah. it came out? Wasn't that it? Well, Is that where you got the name from? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, it's... Well, we, the, we mixed it. Well, the the original, the original show for uh, the Boss Rush podcast, we called it the NX Show because we didn't really know what to call it, and we were merging Nintendo Power Block and Arsenal X. So yeah, oh okay, that makes plus sense. Plus it was like plus it was like a play off of that too. So. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's the fair. Nintendo Xbox Show. And then it's <laughs> and then it's and then as soon as Jesse changed his name we changed the name of the show so <laughs> yeah which which is fine i i still i still like i like nxs yeah I like together like as at the ending of my thing i still like it otherwise i would have changed it but right oh so, yeah but 
Cool. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.